Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to the Big Think Dimension featuring Dan and Bob video games. You know, I'm really glad important stuff got a next-gen version, like Biomutant. Yes, of course. <laughs> KZ Excellent. Kato Bingu. And Mr. Feel. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. Here on Gigaboots. Can Sorry, I that wasn't Kermit enough. That wasn't Kermit-like <laughs> enough. <laughs> you tried, at least. Bob, what's up? Why, why Biomutant? <laughs> I don't know. No <laughs> one's Honestly, stopping yeah. them. The, I didn't I, know this was happening, so I thought you made that up. I, I, I put that in the news, but I couldn't wait till then because I'm that frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me go through the list I put down here under this news. Uh, let's see. Biomutant getting next-gen PS5 Series X versions. Uh, it is, of course, beating to the market a Tekken 7, 7, a Dragon Ball Fighters, and a Grand Blue Fantasy Versus next-gen version, which will never happen. <laughs> yeah. You'll see, they'll, they'll, just, they'll, just make, they'll just make sequels that are almost exactly the same and charge you $70. I know. And I'll buy it, but I won't be like happy. <laughs> I'm like, yum, rollback. Evo's right around the corner. I'm sure they're going to announce all of those right then. I would love to be on. <laughs> yes, I would love that to be the case. 100%. I would, that would be delightful. I'd be like, oh, fuck. What I said no longer applies to reality. What a <laughs> great right, situation. <laughs> We're in a futuristic space city. Mm-hmm. This is the future if next-gen versions. Yeah. But here we are again, live with Big Think, here to talk about the important news like Bob and I ate halloumi. Oh, that was neat, yeah. <laughs> it was really good. For people who don't know, halloumi's like a cheese that doesn't melt, but it's kind of like mozzarella-like in its sort of moisture content, weirdly enough. Oh. But it just keeps grilling. It. Yeah, Ooh. so you just grill it up, get some burnt size to it, like a burger almost. Oh, yeah. Oh, that sounds really good. Right, the first time I heard about it was... um. Uh, Jessica Fleur was uh, streaming being hungry and looking at the Burger King menu, and she's British. And they had a halloumi burger on it. I'm like, what the fuck is halloumi? Is that a fish? Because they show the patty, and I'm like, what is that? Uh, yeah, it is. It, it, hell yeah, I would eat a burger that had that instead of a meat patty. Why wouldn't you want to eat a giant slab of cheese that was both firm and melty? Yeah, I was actually thinking how it'd be good on a sandwich with other stuff, like yeah. like a, a small amount of meat, like ham or something. Yeah, absolutely. I need to do that at some point. I need to innovate. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know one of like one of those fin like Finland, maybe it is. I forget who, but they have a cheese very similar to that. Where it's in there, it's like no, you just get a big slab of it on a sandwich. That's your sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> that's and that's it has, so brilliant. And it has mayonnaise, I think. That's that's truly brilliant. I'm just thinking of you take the bread, you cover in the mayonnaise, you grill that because you're a galaxy brain. You don't use butter on bread anymore. No, of course you not. You use mayonnaise to get a more savory flavor. And then in the middle you have that halloumi. You got lettuce and tomato, maybe a little bit of little bit of ham or turkey. Why am I doing this? <laughs> I don't know. Let man. me let me be clear, chat. Uh, yeah, please I, stop. I've I've only <laughs> eaten a slice of pizza and a pickle all day. That's it. That's what I'm running on. That oh, and no. delicious coffee. The uh, coffee's good. But yeah, that halloumi was delicious. It was like my saving grace of yesterday. Yesterday being a day fraught with 
living on the cutting edge is always a risk. <sighs> so I bought a new upscaler. Foolish. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Come on. Uh, there's reasons that made it make Ghost sense. Ghost dog barking. Yeah, I heard the bark and I was like, what? Now? Okay. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a reason. Um, it hit the market. Basically what this thing is, is it's been called an OSSC Pro Lite. Uh, it's not a productized upscaler unto its own. You take an FPGA like the one they have in the Mr. console and hook it in as an add-on board. Just directly hook it into the DE10 Nano uh, and then it becomes its own upscaler. Uh, looking at the quality of it, the quality is really good. Um, but there, that, that, the firmware on it, it is really cutting edge times. So I need to like, for it to be a valuable assessment of this device, we need to check back in in six months or something. Right. It was to the point, you know what? I can probably get the image on screen at least so people can understand the tier. But yeah, it's, it's at the point where currently audio is not working. Is my board damaged? Is the software messed up? Who knows? Yeah, mysteries. Mysteries. Uh, the other problem, one time I set it into the scalar mode instead of the line multiplier mode. And instead of giving me this cool, nice looking image of Ape Escape 2, uh, sorry, Ape Escape 3, it gave me this really, really cool image of, uh, I don't know, the, a circle of hell. Um, let me throw that up so people can, um, I, I don't know, Dan, it's just in the nineties. <laughs> You're looking at TV in the nineties. Oh, uh-oh. Yeah. Uh. So, so, so the way I fixed that was by turning it off completely and turning it back on. So it's at a point where it's not ready for showtime. Uh, I knew I was definitely on the cutting edge here when it's like me and maybe a hundred other people own it. I knew something like this is literally their prototype basically for an OSSC Pro where they get to test the features and implement a bunch of stuff early on this device and then make a proper product for normal people down the road. Right. Instead of this weird FPGA add on board. Uh, but yeah, the quality out of it's kind of nice. It's kind of nice seeing 480i treated well because it already, in some ways, in 480i looks better than um, the RetroTink 5X does. Um, so that has me excited for the future of upscalers from like the real OSSC Pro when the software is ready to go and it's in a product that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and also the Pixel FX Morph, which is the one done by the people who did the N64 digital add-on board and the um, Dreamcast HDMI add-on board and all those. I think that's really promising. But every one of these has a monkey's paw. And if I remember correctly... The one with the Pixel FX Morph is you need this board to convert all of these normal inputs into BNC inputs. And Why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's already crazy enough that this thing only has a SCART. Yeah, that's that's why this really isn't for normal people. It has no component. It has no S-video. It can't do what? composite. It only has a SCART input. What? You know, since this is a video format, I can show this on screen so that way people can look at it and go, yeah, that's not normal. Why would I want that? <laughs> yes. One moment. That's, that's not... I don't want this liability. So, you know, I still don't entirely understand what SCART is. Uh, so it's a 21-pin connector. It's like the analog equivalent. Uh -oh. Let me, let me, let me yeah. punch it. Doop. It's like the analog equivalent of HDMI. And it's a great connector and very high quality, but uh, GameCube never had a SCART out in the States. What? Yeah, I was going to say, it's something what? only used in Europe, right? Yeah. In, in yeah. Japan. yeah, okay, that explains why I've never seen something that used SCART. 
Yeah, because it was in Japan, they have the standard JP21, which is the same physical connector, but a different pinout. Because wouldn't it be funny if you just tucked it up and fried something? Anyway. <laughs> Well, uh, how would you get it? It doesn't go to that country. Obviously, you never would. You would never go to Europe. <laughs> never. Uh, but yeah, this is the only input on it. But it has a really great feature that I think is the future of all these things. And they do. I think in the future, every upscaler should support this. It has an optical in. So you can get a pure digital audio from like an Xbox, a PlayStation 2, whatever. And just put that in. It'll be a nicer, cleaner sound that you know, won't have any weird problems or have to deal with analog noise. But yeah, as I said, audio isn't, as of right now, and you know, they may get back to me on this, the audio is currently not working on this at all. Yeah, And I have, cool. I have no idea why not. Maybe the board is damaged, maybe something's up. Uh, image quality, yeah, it was kind of nice, but uh, unstable firmware. And it supports some really cool features that for whatever reason do not work at all for me. Uh, for example audio but more importantly and more <laughs> esoterically or weirdly uh it has 120 hertz modes Ooh. so you could hook like a snes up to this or a ps1 or a ps2 or whatever you have scart for because that's a thing you natively have uh you could hook it up to this and it would output to your tv at 120 hertz um now just doing that alone will give you better input latency as far as i understand it just because of this would sync up to the exact moment the analog readout was done, so then it would blitz through it and write it up there at 120 hertz, right? Okay. But it has another layer of feature where it does that, and it does black frame insertion. So you can just inject into the signal on any old system black frame insertion. So even if your TV doesn't have black frame insertion, you can inject it at a signal level, which is cool for monitors and other things that just don't have that. Here's the problem. None of these modes work on my LG C1 OLED which has 120 hertz support going all the way up to 4k so i have no idea it just says invalid signal right uh maybe updates will fix that i hope they will i would like to think there was a point <laughs> in me buying this now something i wasn't quite clear clear on until it showed up uh -huh. this does did not require us disassembling our aldo ssc it didn't use parts from that did it no okay so no, it's it just really the... just is an add-on board for the d10 nano okay so yeah it just hooks up to a d10 nano it's not something where you need to already have this one product and then you buy this add-on board and another d10 nano no luckily you don't need to <laughs> rip apart an ossc like some monster <laughs> and repurpose into this thing with no working audio for now uh the idea the reason they did this is because getting silicon is so hard right now productizing it would have taken way longer uh-huh so they, they went and they clearly need people to be testing this we've already seen why yeah <laughs> i mean even ignoring the audio thing which could very well be i fried something or they fried something or just something went wrong maybe one of the wires is loose i don't know uh it's unstable mm -hmm. as i showed in that image like you set it to scalar mode and it just doesn't work and uh there's handshake problems like the signal thing i was mentioning they clearly need people to be testing this um i think it's a neat idea it doesn't necessarily make it cheaper like you would hope right like th the add-on board's 100 which is cheap if you have a d10 nano but a <laughs> d10 nano is 210 dollars yeah like you just have an extra d10 nano sitting around right so at the end of the day this combination costs about as much i believe as a retro tink 5x pro Oof, because those are about 310 330 uh -huh. i don't know i bought it on the i bought the retro tink on wave one uh -huh. and they raised the price after that because of the silicon problem so I see. so i don't remember what the actual price is but 
this was neat. I look forward to hopefully getting that resolved and fixed because you you wouldn't think there's just a better way to process 480i. But I've already looked at it and seen there is. Yeah, no, you showing me this color is like, wow, it does look just a lot sharper. Yeah, just instantly you can tell like, oh, that's a nice clean edge to the white coat. And there's not green artifacts weirdly everywhere and all these other things like the, it, the, it some other nice. product might have might might have. <laughs> I'm not going to take to Twitter to even imply anything that might exist in that product because I know how that'll go. Other products. <laughs> anyway, you know that. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for the future of upscalers. I'm looking forward to a day when somebody makes a high quality, multiple inputs that are normal, so not yeah. BNC exclusively, hopefully. Come on now. And, you know, very flexible upscalers. Because that's cool. Wow. That's, that's cool. Very pipe dream esque. <laughs> I'm hoping. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm you you got to teach this retro community to uh, make things that uh, normal people will buy. I'm not going to talk to this retro community. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's gone so well every time you've tried. Nah, I'm good. I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not even going to. I'm at the point where I'm not even going to imply this retro community. <laughs> anyway. So that was exciting and neat, but five hours of my life gone and not stable. So there's that. Yeah. The halloumi was a nice counterbalance to that. I was like, yo, I feel better as a person. I feel more worldly and full of tasty food. <laughs> Appreciated halloumi. By the way, if you're in America and you're like, where can I get halloumi? Uh, uh, apparently Aldi, the grocery store, just carries it. We just had oh. one open here. Yeah, they have lots oh. of interesting stuff there. So I tried like different. <laughs> I hear they have frosted flakes. <laughs> they do have Frosty Yo, flakes. I was dying. I, I, I was. I've heard they under. were great. <laughs> I could not handle it. I'm looking at those boxes of cereal while under the influence of many different magical spells, and I uh -huh. went, "There's no way this thing is saying frosted flakes right now." I, I, yeah, honestly, you know they're the iconic mascot of Frosted Flakes, a polar bear. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to buy that box of Frosted Flakes and just keep it so people can see it because hearing they have something they're calling Frosted Flakes is a little different from having to confront it <laughs> visually. Yeah, yeah, I really need my fruit fruit loops then it's just a pigeon. Yeah. Like a real pigeon, a real pigeon. Yeah, what did they call the what was it? Fruit rings or something? I think it was something that like that. Me up every single one. All the other ones they changed it enough where it was like, okay, but for fucking frosted flakes, they're like they're frosted flakes. Come at me! <laughs> you can't you can't sue us over that. The, these is, flakes are frosted. What do you is, want? This is a fucking objective description <laughs> of our cereal. <laughs> but yeah, all these all these seem neat. <laughs> yeah, they have halloumi, and that's good enough for them to exist, in my opinion. Yeah, it had some good chocolates too. I got a couple different ones. Like there's these things that I don't even remember the name, but they're like Kit Kat shaped, but they're filled with hazelnut chocolate. Cool. Well, that was good. Yeah, yeah. Tosh got me that like lemon. Oh yeah, that chocolate was good thing. too. That was delicious. That's the same brand. Yeah, yeah. So they they have some good chocolates and other things. Um, I, I but, really hate. I'm looking back at this post. I really hate the uh, Lucky Charms one that's just marshmallows and stars with a horrible looking wizard on it. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's the, like tr <laughs> truly terrible. That wizard is heinous. <laughs> <laughs> What is it? He's making them magically delicious. Just don't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah, don't say that too loud, though. <laughs> he only makes it at parties. 
Um, I was going to ask, Bob, when we went to City, uh-huh. uh, did did we stop at Aldi at all? We did not stop at one. Because we had one here the day before we went up. Right. And it was like, well, we'll be able to check that out down there. We it's did tra- stop at Trader Joe's, we which did is very st- cool. We did stop at Trader Joe's. Yeah. <laughs> How insanely bad this area is. It's like, yeah, Trader Joe's is great. <laughs> We're like, check this out. This gas station has a soda fountain. And people are like, is is that not a thing where you come from? And I'm like, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> we just don't have Trader Joe's. We just got the Aldi. Uh, and countless other places we eat at, ate at. Uh, for example, Schlotzky's. Yeah, no, Schlotzky's used to be here in the long, long ago. Yeah, I the thought, before time. I thought, I thought Schlotzky's <laughs> as a corporation crashed uh, something like 20 years ago. Yeah, I figured it, figured it quiz notes it's out. <laughs> Same. That's what I assumed, but apparently not. I don't know. Yeah, the, it, it's hard for them to keep surviving under the uh, inherent evil of uh, Subway. Yeah. Yeah, because they have the same business <laughs> dynamic, question mark. Fruit rounds. Yeah, is it's what fruit they... rounds. This poor yeah, bird looks rounds. like it's being forced to keep this in its mouth. <laughs> I'm going to pull that up on screen, too, because, oh, my God. This poor bird. Root rounds. There we go. This is our new mascot here on the Gig Boots Podcast Network. It's a bird that looks like we're holding it at gunpoint. <laughs> Just put a mic in front of its face. <laughs> Did I have to draw this for Pokemon Days at some point? <laughs> welcome, welcome to our serial bird facts. <laughs> bird fact. I have this gun. This, this bird under duress record podcast. <laughs> yeah that is uh concerning <laughs> do you think the artist realized they drew a, a, a bird in deep emotional pain <laughs> yeah i think they had to make the mouth open and they couldn't figure out how to make that not horrified <laughs> i hate all of these mascots they're all bad but that that wizard's still my most hated polar bear looks dumb bird concerns yeah, this is a little me. rough Oh, yeah, that wizard might be the worst. Yeah, like, look at that guy. He's so I don't even know how to describe him for the listeners. He's... Okay. He's a Keebler <laughs> elf, but something's wrong. Yes, that's all I could come up with. That feels like I he, crashed like, the car he's halfway like to you describe forcibly, him. You, like, grabbed one of the Keebler elves, mm-hmm. and you grabbed the Lucky Charms leprechaun and just... Threw them both in a food processor. <laughs> do, do you remember when um that one time we watched every trailer for every Alpha and Omega movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this he looks guy like is that. In the, he is in the exact same tier of CG animated nightmare. Yeah, that just appears on YouTube for free. This look, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Marshmallow stars, do 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 do. do. <laughs> Very catchy song, Aldi. Very original. <laughs> um, but yeah, aside from those cereals, we didn't even buy. No, I didn't buy a single <laughs> one of those. Uh, yeah, we 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 played some video games. We did. Uh, I think that's all the food adventures. Oh, wait, Feel had a food adventure. Let's cover Feel's food adventure. Yes, I did. Uh, uh, I decided. You know, I need more low calorie things I can eat. Uh, I heard about these magic noodles called shirataki noodles that are made from uh, water and starch from the konjac root. Oh. Huh. Uh, they are 97% water. Yeah. Okay. They, they have basically no calories. Huh. 
Uh, they come in packages of water. This you is... have to drain them and rinse them before you use them because otherwise because otherwise they have a weird odor. Oh See, no. I was I was telling Bob, I was like, I think the noodles he's talking about, we used to have at Publix in like the produce section next to a bunch of like vegetarian cheese or vegan cheese yes, and other the, things like that. That is that is where they used to be. Nowadays they put them with all the gluten-free stuff. That makes sense. Oh. Yeah. I never tried these. How how did how did your adventure go? Uh well, I decided, well, I'm gonna have a stir fry. I'm gonna make like chow mein. Mm -hmm. Oh wow, I figured they'd disintegrate so if you try uh, to do that. <laughs> So I uh, <laughs> he puts it in the pan and it Thanos snaps away. Yes. Uh, actually, they recommend you dry fry them. Oh. Like no oil, you just throw them in the pan and do that for a couple minutes, and that gets them closer to a texture of normal pasta. Huh. Uh, so I okay. did that, and then I did uh, chicken breast, napa cabbage, carrot, and onion. Uh, and, and and made like a stir fry sauce with like soy sauce and oyster sauce and cornstarch and garlic and gochujang. Oh yeah, that's important. Uh, so so and it they have a a texture and consistently consistency pretty identical to like dry ramen that you've cooked. Oh, okay. I would not they expect are, them to achieve that. <laughs> they are very acceptable as a substitute for noodles. And and the whole bit with this is like it has barely any calories. It it, ha it the whole the whole package, which made too much for me to eat in one in one meal. There's I have some left over still. Uh, is is twenty calories? Now, uh, to be fair, you know, to to in the in the sake of making sure we disclose everything possible, uh, Feel and I have a very different opinion on what is what is uh, a bunch of food. Apparently, <laughs> I found this out through oatmeal brick. <laughs> That was a really good arc. Where he was like, okay, this recipe for oat bars, you cut it into eight, Stan. Six is too much. And I I'm, I cut it into six because that's what the recipe originally asked for. And this is a high-protein oatmeal bar thing. Uh, I eat one, and I'm like, I think I'm going to eat a second. And when I told Feel this, he was like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it, yeah, I can't even imagine eating two of, like, a third of that pan of of like yes. dense oatmeal. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I really like seeing the clashing thing of, well, I don't see what the problem is having a second bar and, and feel with the McDonald's fry basket. That's true. Yeah, everyone has a weird upper limit. I, I only did that once and I regretted it. Yeah, so. <laughs> that makes sense. That seems like something I would have done too. Oh, we actually had one more food adventure. This The fry basket reminded me. Oh yeah? Okay, good. But, uh, Field, did you have anything else you wanted to say on the noodles? Uh, no, they're good. Uh, tr if you want to buy them, I would buy them at Walmart because they're there. They're actually affordable and not four dollars for one pack. But I guess that did make two meals. But I would much rather get that same pack for uh, two twenty five. Right. Oh, wow. And that's the thing. That's why I never tried them at Publix. Yeah. Publix has like, four dollars. Jesus Christ. Uh, they, they have absolutely no flavor on their own. So you absolutely have to have some sort of sauce. I wonder if they broth, work, I guess, work well as like a so soba noodle substitute because that's already about just dipping them in some some heavy sauce or I, some sauce with a lot of flavor to I it. I wonder if the texture would work for that though. Yeah, I, I don't imagine know. it really deprives on. Uh, de they're a little they're a little the rubbery, but they don't they don't have like the weird texture that a lot of diet things have where you go, this isn't real. <laughs> this is some this is some weird fake substitute. It doesn't have that. Like it's like no, this is a noodle. It's 
It doesn't have any kind of strange flavor. It doesn't have a weird aftertaste. I you don't it. have to do arcane science to make them palatable. <laughs> <laughs> Is it even a health food at that point? <laughs> yeah, if you're not <laughs> eating peanut butter, it tastes like salsa. What are you doing? Well, let me explain. Your, your health food, your low-calorie meal should be like this. <laughs> <laughs> it should be unstable, involve too much work from you. It should be like this upscaler. This isn't gonna be uh this isn't gonna be like when I was looking up keto recipes like two years ago and it's like, here's how to make tater tots out of cauliflower. And no. I'm like, no. Mm, no, mm. never. No, Coach. I'm not going to I I'm not <laughs> going to pulse up cauliflower. Form it into little tater tots, pan fry it in bacon grease so it tastes like something, and then pretend they're tater tots. That isn't happening. Yeah, that's, I've never, I've given so many different cauliflower things a chance. And it, it, Tosh likes them. I don't know how, <laughs> but every time I try one, I'm like, this is disgusting. Uh, Bob and I tried something from Whataburger. We tried the bacon blue cheeseburger, which sounds like it should be really simple to describe. Bob, I can't help but look at this image on what Whataburger's website uh -huh. and see that the grilled onions are supposed to go above the patty. Okay. Do you know where my grilled onions were? No. They were buried in the cheese on the bottom slice of bread. Huh. Okay. Oh. I was like, this is just hidden. You, you snuck this in on me. This burger has, uh, and sorry for anyone who's hungry right now, <laughs> uh, what is it? Peppercorn ranch sauce, a blue cheese layer between two patties, mm -hmm. bacon, grilled onions, lettuce, tomato, and then a si slice of American cheese on the bottom. Bob and I came to one consensus on this burger. Our methods of how to solve it were completely different, but we both went, this is too many different fucking things. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They put everything on the freaking, like, the tra tray. The yeah. tray. Yeah, the prep station yeah, the prep just station. went in <laughs> to the burger. Uh, the blue cheese, delicious. American cheese on bread, terrible. Never, <sighs> ever, ever do that. <laughs> Burying hidden grilled onions. <laughs> down there also terrible yeah why did they have american cheese i don't i mean i would have been okay with it if it wasn't on the bottom slice of bread because <laughs> that's just gross that's terrible there's already too many things yeah there are too many things you could you could cut out half of the ingredients and no matter which way you split it i'd be like yeah that makes sense yeah uh but yeah it was really tasty that fucking blue cheese layer was exquisite it was so fucking creamy and good yeah, I like the peppercorn sauce more than anything else on it. Honestly. Really? Yeah, like I, I think that was actually really neat. Yeah, see, this is what I'm talking about. With we're both split on how you would do it because one of my first things was like, get rid of the grilled onions, get rid of the peppercorn sauce. Like it's <laughs> already like I I think it was good, but as it was, but yeah, that was an expensive ass burger. Yeah, that was. What, what all did we order? I ordered a large diet Dr Pepper. <laughs> you made we the both huge ordered this burger. <laughs> Did I order anything else? You also else? ordered that milkshake. The, the, well, they the, had a banana pudding milkshake. Ooh, what am I going to do? Look ooh. at that and be like, I'm over that. <laughs> I don't need that. Keep in mind, this is, this is extra funny for Bob. Bob has insider knowledge that made that moment funnier. When I fell for some place up at City being like, you need to try our world famous banana pudding. Yeah, and I'm yes. like, sure. How much is it? And they're like, a cup is five dollars and forty nine cents. And I was like, 
Okay, you don't mean a literal, and they meant a literal cup was five dollars. Yeah, it's like you got no. this much. It was like oh, it was a literal cooking measurement cup, and I'm like, man, I, I they just played my ass. Yeah, vanilla <laughs> wafers in it. Uh, yes, that did. Okay, the milkshake. I'm not sure. The milkshake was Maybe good. Maybe it had them crumbled. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't have enough of that that vanilla wafer flavor in it. It was all right. It was pretty banana y but not not enough. Like I, I think that milkshake needed needed a stronger milk uh, banana pudding flavor. Now I'm just having flashbacks to the Sonic uh, various milkshakes they've had that have crumbled uh, graham crackers and stuff in them. I'm like, oh my god, that was the best thing ever. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, a, I don't Starbucks even know if they still do it. a thing like that now. I had that in the airport on Saturday. Ooh, oh, damn. They have like a mocha cookie crumble frappuccino. And I'm like, well, I want caffeine, Ooh. give me. And they're like $9. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's yeah. Your eyes. Yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> what did it cost? <laughs> He's just then I, then up I went and, Then I it. went and spent uh, $50 in the TGI Fridays inside the airport. Uh, is this is this the same? <laughs> is this the same airport? I believe you you were talking about paper straws. Uh, only Chick Fil A had paper straws. Weird, huh? Nowhere else gave me a paper straw. That's that's even weirder because Chick Fil A is individually owned and operated. Like I looked into, <laughs> I looked into the business structure of Chick Fil A at some point, and they're like, "We literally only let millionaires start our franchises." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh shit, <laughs> Jesus, guys!" They're like, "If you're poor, you might fuck up," and I'm like, "Well, I mean that that kind of implies something that's patently untrue." <laughs> but yeah, that's weird that that specific one would be like paper straws. <laughs> God. Uh, oh wait, we're supposed to talk about vi uh, oh, video yeah. games. Video games. Oh my god, video games. Sure. Bob and I bought Marvel vs. Capcom three and Infinite. That's <laughs> how we're starting. Not even. Why? <laughs> Those games suck. <laughs> I, I like Marvel vs. Capcom 3. I've never played Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite because I do not have clown makeup on at the moment. <laughs> I like Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. And I make Bob hate <laughs> Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Oh, fair. Uh, uh, Infinite. Infinite, however. Oh, boy. We, you know, we, we had passed this fucking, it's like, it's like every day when you pass a weird structure on the place you're going to, like uh -huh. the dilapidated fallout building. And you're just yeah. like, that thing's been there for a century. What do you think's inside? I don't ever want to go there. It's too scary. That's been every time Marvel vs. Capcom 3 and Infinite has gone on sale on the PS4. Every <laughs> single like time me and Bob go, don't stop there. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, all I can think about is you finding uh, one of the story cutscenes in that demo really funny, where you just go Captain America. Yeah, everyone in the demo just introduces themselves by name and says the other person's name. So we just kept running the bit of Captain America, Spider Man, Spider Man, Captain America, Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange. <laughs> See, this is always a struggle because every time I want to simulate this cutscene, I go to say X Men names. There are no X Men. In Marvel's Capcom Infinite. Uh, yeah, yeah, their functions were not needed. We we need to we need to go back to eventually because we didn't have the install fully done. So we only play on the training course, which is the worst looking level 
I, maybe any fighting game. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even a good looking danger room. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's really terrible. Um, and yeah, the MCU forcing all of the modern movies down that game's throat feels so bad because it, you, you can see it too. It's just like, what are the DLC characters even? It's like, uh, you get uh, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, or he may have been in the Yeah, he was class. in the initial roster. But it's like, I feel like two of the three uh, Because well, DLC four. had uh, Venom, which should have been Venom. So he should have been in the regular game. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't that remember the who the one, third... Because there's they a third had Captain Marvel. Marvel, didn't they? Captain Marvel's in the base game because she's that uh, important. I think it was Winter <laughs> yeah, the, Soldier. The, the, I don't think that was in base. The, the, that's true. Yeah, Winter the, Soldier. The three, the, three, the three DSL characters were Winter Soldier, Venom, and Monster Hunter. Uh, no, there are more because yeah. Sigma. They made more. They only have two uh, Capcom reps in the DLC, and it's 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 Monster Hunter and Sigma. Yeah, and then there are four MCUs to balance. Yeah, it that out. way that way Black the menu Widow. always looks wrong forever. Yeah, so I knew we got... Marvel had more, but I thought I thought there was only one more, not two more. So Ugh. so it's Black Panther, Venom, uh, Bucky, Winter Soldier, uh huh, and some fourth thing we can't even remember. Yeah. Did you uh, list Black Black Widow in that? Yeah. Okay. Bucky <laughs> Black Widow. That thing I just said. <laughs> Venom. Black Panther. Black Panther. They're two. <laughs> okay, there we go. We got two black uh, representatives in the DLC. Scarlett Johansson can play a black woman, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, she, she can act whatever she wants, Dan. That's you, great. This DLC lineup was starting to feel really ghoulish mm -hmm. and i was trying to think of what could be worse and then i thought about every update the avengers game gets yeah we could uh we, we could dip Hawk into that I, real quick because it's not I a two it's not a real story but i caught that cringe microsoft stream where god they had a, a person i believe it was technic tv uh doing it's a hoster and actor and he's doing a, a live thing with the lead designer on Marvel's Avengers. And he's like, yeah, my acting coach is, uh, you know, she's going to voice. Uh, she's going to voice She-Hulk in the game. And he's like, we, we didn't announce that. We, didn't, we don't make announcements here. And you can, you can it's so awkward because it's not even that fast and gone. No. It's two minutes straight of this shit. Yeah. It's him building yeah. up to, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it. I and mean, for some reason, <laughs> reverse roles lead designer, I'm going to say it. He's like, no, no. And then the, the lead designer just sits there like uncomfortable, but doesn't say, absolutely don't say whatever you will. Like any reasonable person in that situation should. Well, yeah, here's the thing: if you if you say don't say something, and he already he hit he instantly said the first thing of She-Hulk. He <laughs> hit that real fast. He's like, interesting fact about She-Hulk. <laughs> it's like oh, the no. first few words out of his house during that. Oof. That that guy. Uh, he had to have seen the shit where this character leaked six months ago like the voice the voice actors already leaked for it mm -hmm. i can only assume either they canceled it or they want to sync it up when that show the she hulk tv show where the cg looks really bad it actually comes out i did not think i could feel any worse for the people who made marvel avengers <laughs> but the look on the lead designer's face of i'm just I just want to talk about the good work people put into this game. We're not here to make announcements. It's like I I had to leave so my room and just kind of walk for a minute. 
uh, while recovering from how bad that clip is. Yeah, it just it, it makes my blood hurt. Yeah, it, it caused me physical pain. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's bad. terrible. I, I thought I couldn't feel even worse about Marvel Adventures as a whole game and moment and thing. But uh, yeah, so anyway, how has that game not just been fully pulled the plug on yet? I don't get it. It's just a, a massive Disney. failure that's Disney. falling down a cliff. I don't know. Disney. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, on you know Tuesday when we do the weekly beating like we do every week, <clears throat> we played Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, but we also played Capcom Fighting uh, Collection. But the actual thing we want to talk about is DNF Duel. Oh, okay. Oh, I Grap also played some. Gra grappler's pretty cool. <laughs> you sure can uh, oh, grapple I'll, things. I'll bet. <laughs> like bullets. Yes. <laughs> oh, you shot me? That's cringe. And then he grabs you from across the whole stage. Yes. That, that is brilliant. I love that. No, no. His, his grabs are unblockable hits. So they yeah. can get your hurt box. So your spear isn't going to help you here. Yeah, no, it's fucking fantastic. I love it. Yeah, it's it's pretty hilarious. What a funny guy. <laughs> I, I saw that fucking Twitter video and I was sitting on the edge until I saw it. And I was like, oh, this is too funny. This is just Twitter video breaking down. Yeah, so then that guy does a swing that hits the whole screen, but that's okay. He's balanced by the fat grappler. Could just grab grab him from that screen wide hit. Yeah, it's a it's kind of insane to have a fighting game where multiple characters have a counter that just activates almost instantly. Yeah, it's like if there are two Hockerman yes. in one game. And I'm a big fan of Hockerman, especially <laughs> like early Hockerman, where his damage numbers were nuts. Uh, yeah, no, it's really cool. I also enjoy the Crusader with his giant mallet and power of God. And the ability to make walls appear. Oh, yeah, that shit's great. You hold forward and push X, and it just erects an energy wall in their ass. If they're not blocking, it knocks them into the air. The juggle potential is real good. So good. Uh, that that game, I am definitely getting my money's worth just from how fucked up the, the characters are. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this is, this is a real degenerate game. And I also kind of popped off when I was uh, doing the tutorial for Launcher and went, this is just War Machine, Marvel vs. Capcom 1. Like, this is just yeah. it's magic techno lights appear and a giant gun is here now. Yeah, it has a real Noel Vermillion meets... Um, <laughs> Uh, heavy arms energy to the, that character. Yeah. Real good stuff. A absolutely yeah. delightful. I think the funniest thing was booting it up and realizing DNF Duel on the title screen says, who's next? Yeah, it says DNF Duel, and below that it says, who's next? And I'm like, yeah, I bet if you talk to a hundred fighting game fans, they'll definitely be like, who's next? That's the catchphrase of DNF Duel. No, no other fighting game has had a huge marketing campaign ending every single trailer with who's next. No, not. Yeah, it, and it definitely didn't happen six years ago. Burger King, no. I'm loving it. <laughs> I, I, I did like in the sequel to that fighting game, they went their new model for that one was you're next. Yes, that was pretty good. Uh, but yeah, DNF was really delightful. Um, the audio balance on voice lines and stuff is real bad. Yeah, that's unbelievable. <laughs> and it changes per region because it defaults to Korean, but you can change it to Japanese. And no, you can't change it to English because fuck you, I guess. 
Uh, the funniest thing about that is on the like selection screen, they're in the native language. They're not even translated. Oh, this is the Japanese option. Right. It it's doesn't have English Hiragana. letters for Japanese. It doesn't have English letters for Korean. You just have to look at these symbols and try to uh, figure out, okay, that one's okay. And that's got it. Got it. Which is kind of funny. Yeah. It's very I, funny. I've seen that a lot. I would have really liked it if we got a local dub. Yeah, that'd be very yeah. nice. Because there's not even that many voice lines. Come on. No, not really. Yeah. I guess there's a story mode we didn't dig that much into. I mean, I played, I, I, I played a bit. Whenever but... there's, whenever there's like, no, this has never come over. It's like a weird Korean thing. It's like publishers shit their pants and lose their mind. And it's like, no, we can't be the ones to do it. <laughs> Ar Arxis seems to be better about it because they did do Grand Blue Fantasy versus... Mm -hmm. And then when they did uh, Blaze Blue Cross Persona fucking cross tag battle, they dubbed the Undernight in birth cast. Yeah, none of them had English voices before. Yeah, Bla Guilty Gear or Arxis really just fucked it up with um the the finale of Blaze Blue. Yeah, it's still unacceptable. The literal conclusion yep. yeah. to that the whole arc not dubbed. <laughs> right, which drives me insane and will continue to do forever. But that that, yeah. that was their largest failing. Yeah. Yeah, but at least yeah, they, they got really sober weird. after that, unlike Namco Bandai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Progressively what, worse. Uh, I almost wonder if it isn't some kind of shit Toei pulls on them. Like, no. Yeah, yeah. You, you can have Dragon Ball because that's established, but none of these other series are, so no. I, uh, I also got to throw out some props and also warnings simultaneously for people who don't know dnf duels made by aiding some people might be stupid and be like aiding they made a versus series for for capcom you know they made tatsunoko versus capcom and marvel versus capcom 3 and it's like no they made bloody roar and castlevania judgment that's the balance level <laughs> you should expect coming in of this game's gonna do some neat shit that's broken and garbage and i hate it but i love it <laughs> yes that's what that's what i specifically want i'm like this is a degenerate fighting game i press one button and they, it just uh, it's cruel yeah they also made like every bizarre terrible like like the the sixth gen version of the anime arena fighter yeah i think that they did the, yes. the gamecube G naruto, naruto games. games yeah yeah yes so, they did naruto naruto clash of ninja they did battle stadium dawn oh they they did um the full metal alchemist one and the zatch bell one i thought those were beat-em-ups i didn't even know those were fighting games <laughs> But yeah, aiding's delightful. Uh, sure would be great if Castlevania Judgment got ported to anything that could run it ever. That'd be neat. Because the Wii can't run it at all. It looks terrible and it bums me I, out. I need that, to just play it on an feels like That definitely feels like it's in the area of, of like bad enough reception that Konami will never re-release it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. There's no other Castlevania uh -huh. game with as much of a you will never see this again as Castlevania Judgment. Yeah, it, we'll see Lords of Shadow turn around, come around again before we see Castlevania Judgment. Yeah, that that one Ooh. had so many problems, and it doesn't even feel like it has a complete story. Because I feel like there's things you can do to learn a little bit about Super Mega Death Time, Mega yeah, Time Super death. Omega Death Christ. Yeah, you, Fuck the, and there isn't like <laughs> any real story that concludes that. 
I think there is. I think you have to beat it as every character, and then you get to do the real ending. But I don't. I've never gone through with it myself. Yeah, I I could have sworn I, I just tried everything, and there was nothing. Also, for anyone who hasn't seen it, a uh, Time Reaper from that totally gets ripped off by your reason from uh, <laughs> Devil May Cry Five. Uh, totally sold that. I can't believe them. How could that? And, and to call me on this, you're going to have to play Cap's Fate of Judgment to the conclusion of the arcade mode. So really, is it worth it, chat? Is it worth it to check me on this? I don't think so, <laughs> listener. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very dangerous. Yeah. But yeah, DNF Duel, really cool. Hoping yeah. to play more. Yeah. I, I, I like that they did two things. When, when you try to go online, there's player match where you're the little chibi things. Mm -hmm. But then there's ranked match and it's menu. <laughs> Yeah, that's appreciated. It, it, wow. It's just a menu. It's a menu that queues you up. And when I started, they're like, what rank do you want to start at? And it's like, if you think you're an expert, we'll place you higher up uh -huh. in the rankings early. Or if you're like a novice, they'll, we can just drop you into bronze. Which I don't <laughs> think I've seen that before. What take... size condom do you think you need? Do you need the small <laughs> one, the medium one, or the large one? You know, I, I'll end up taking that over them, forcing me to fight a computer for five matches so they can calculate. Yeah, that's real dumb. Uh, <laughs> uh, on that note, though, by the way, this was actually a thing that happened to NASA, where, like, space suits, you needed, like, the thing to fit over your dick so you can <laughs> pee in the space suit. And they were, they were labeled small, medium, large. <laughs> and so many astronauts took the wrong one and endangered themselves because of this that they had to change it to, like, large extra large and super extra large oh my god this is terrible that's great i'm glad we were able to unlock that <laughs> society yeah god uh but yeah did you have anything you wanted to talk about with uh dnaf duel before we move on to capcom fighting game not really uh, Capcom Fighting Collection, in a, in a single sentence, I think IGN phrased it best, there might be too much dark stuck. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> I think that's the funniest complaint they made. I'm like, they're not wrong, but it's also very funny to say. Right. Because it's not called dark stuckers and a few of their friends. It's called Capcom Fighting Collection. Yeah, it really feels like they should have put in more games. You and think then, then, then that then the, it would have balanced out, right? It wouldn't be like why is this a Dark Soccer's collection that has a couple other things? Yeah, because I think they have what is it? Uh, five different versions of Dark Soccer's or something? Yeah, something in that range. And then what was it? We have what were the other ones? Red Earth, yeah, Cyberbots, Cyberbots, uh, Puzzle f Gem Fighter, Super yes, Gem Fighter, Super Gem Fighter, and then Hyper Street Fighter Two. Yeah, yeah. Is this really all of them, though? Because um, there's yeah, also Puzzle strange. Fighter. And Puzzle Fighter isn't a fighting game, but we have it in here because there's nowhere else to put it. That's okay. Street, Street Fighter 2 isn't a fighting game either, right? Yeah, so we get a puzzle game and then a bunch of fighting games. And Redoris is weird. I, I'm, I'm, that's half of the reason I bought this collection. I really wanted to try that. Yeah. That thing is strange. Red Earth feels like Capcom trying to find a, a middle ground between their D&D campaigns and their, uh, like, their D&D campaign arcade games and their fighting games. Mm -hmm. um, so you level up as you play that game. You get experience. You can put in a code when you go up to the arcade machine, a password, to get level 32. And leveling up unlocks more moves. Right. Now, this was the funniest thing to find out playing it as we're just like... Why are there so few moves? Oh, that's why. That's bizarre. 
But then to then see the next day a Maximilian Dude VOD goes up on YouTube where he's playing online and his enemy just rapidly taps in the password and he goes, what was that? Was that a cheat code? What are they doing? And he gets to the match and says level 32 and he goes, level 32! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's really interesting. There's only four playable characters in that game. Yeah, and then just every fight is not against any of those. It's all it's against boss these crazy bo bosses. Yeah, yeah, it, it is neat. It's really cool. I like the designs. I like so many of the ideas in it. I'm not sure I love playing it, but I I, I think it's neat enough where it's it's fine. Right. It, it definitely doesn't feel as smooth as like one of their other fighters mm -hmm. because it's that's not the goal yeah the goal is uh i'm a big cool lion man with a giant sword so when i swing it it should feel mean mm -hmm. yeah and that's really what's going on there it was really cool because once again these aren't normal enemies they're like giant tentacle monsters yeah this dude was in the, the nautilus shell with tentacles coming out forming a body it's yeah there's a harpy which is really strange design where our hands are gigantic yeah no it was really cool there's so many so many cool things going on there there's like the weird egyptian manticore thing yeah every design is just a tent it's yeah it's crazy and, and it, another great thing is this has a really full art gallery so you can check out all the concept artwork in like finished artworks from these games and it's very neat yeah i thought it was cool that was, I, I think getting to check that game out was the highlight of that collection for me. Yeah, it's CPS 3, so we can't, like, play on the Mister or anything. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. Possibly hopefully. ever. Yeah, hopefully. God, I hope they can get CPS 3, because if we get that in Street Fighter uh, Third Strike, then it's like, wow. We're done. Yeah. It, yeah, <laughs> it's over. I never need a more powerful FPGA. I would like one, though, because I would like the PSP to ever work on a Mister. Mm-hmm. But that's it. I don't, I don't. I don't need anything past the PS1. Once basically. again, once again, I would pay $700 for a FPGA PS2. I mean, <laughs> yes. I would too. I'm doing it in a heartbeat and then it wouldn't work on day one. And I'd be like, but eventually <laughs> uh, one day. Yeah. I, I mean, here's the thing at the end of the day, there is more value in an FPGA powerful enough to do six gen consoles than in several different things on the market right now. Right. Okay. Like, there's more value in that than there is in the, the, the Xbox Series X. Yeah, because that's like the main thing about that is it can play your Xbox games. Well. Right. It could play <laughs> Xbox original games. It could play PS2 games. It could maybe even get GameCube. But that, that, that's it's it would be such a huge FPGA. So, so very powerful that it's like that's so far off. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Was, that's sad. Yeah. And we were talking about how it'd be cool if we saw Capcom do a 3D fighter collection because it feels yeah, because like they've... Rival Schools and Star Gladiator and Power Stone are all just sitting out there like really cool. Yeah. No way to play. Yeah, it'd be really great if they did that. They I don't, I don't put, know. Uh, they could put Street Fighter EX on there. Yeah. I mean, they should do that. They should re-release those. I think Street Fighter EX is rather amazing for what it is and when it happened um, because I think EX3 is a fairly enjoyable game. I think that was impressive when it came out. And, you know, once you get good upscalers in the year, like, 2018, and you go back and play it, you realize they just put pictures of Mr. T in this environment. <laughs> and they assumed you would never be able to see them because it was blurry enough on CRTs that you wouldn't. Right? And it's just like, that's fucking Mr. T in the background. What the fuck? But, yeah, that game's cool. It's got, you know, Skull Guy. That's not his name. Ah, uh, yes. Skull uh, Man. Skeleton Skullomania. Mask. Skullomania, yes. <laughs> Skolomancer. <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, and uh, Doctrine Dark. <laughs> Very yeah. cool characters in Street Fighter EX3. At least, Very cool. At least you can still play those in a new newer game. Yeah. Uh, fighting oh, you EX mean Fexel? Yeah. Yeah, fighting yeah, EX Fexel. layer. Fexel. Yeah, yeah, that thing with the Gogi system. Yeah, fucking Gogi system. I spent four years thinking in my <laughs> head, Fexel. Four years. And it was only earlier this year that someone said it out loud, and I went, good, now's the time. Everyone I spent has to four deal years, with it. and now everyone must deal with both of us thinking this. Uh, but yeah, yeah, the fighting EX layer is really cute. I wish but that the they Goki just, system frustrates me. I wish they just have a mode in there to be like, turn off the Goki system. <laughs> it's just that I want to play like, without that. Yeah. I do not want to play your, your Mario Party thing that uh, is inside the fighting game. <sighs> but yeah. Did you want to talk about Darkstalkers? Um, I mean, there's not that much to say. I think that there's a lot of different versions, so it's unclear which I should play. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just up to playing more of them, figure out what I like. I, I tried to try, I did try to play online, and it has this thing where you can just set up to let them choose any game, match me with anyone else who's playing on any yeah. of the games, on in the any of the games in the collection. Yeah, it kept matching with the guy playing Dark Soccer's one. It's like this doesn't even have any of the characters I play this game for. Yeah, it doesn't have QB. Yeah, there's no QB, there's no uh, Lilith Hasanko, doesn't have a no Lil, no Lilith. Yeah, I'm like. This, this, this is I bad. Mean, I guess I'll just play Dimitri and we'll, and I'll get owned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no BB Hood either or Jetted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that game gets lots of cool characters in What's like the point? two or three. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing. The characters you think of as cool as hell are added in two and three. Mm -hmm. Morgan's there the whole time because it's a Capcom fighting game. So, of course, Morgan. <laughs> Morgan's sprite has to be somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure yeah, Morgan we're... somehow is in a Street Fighter EX game. <laughs> <laughs> She, too, is in the background, but too blurry on CRTs. Probably. Good. Um, yeah, seeing, uh, seeing her face in Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Oh, no. Seeing no, it, no, no, no. Seeing so anyone's bad. face in Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite was really sad. Oh, yeah, that was something that was really good. The intros for the last two games, the, the, the four and five Dark Soccer, mm -hmm. are great because the first one is... Like, one of the, the dudes who looks like he's from JoJo's, like, dragging Mar Morgan on the ground, yes. holding her head isn't off. It, isn't his name literally Donovan? Yeah, Donovan. Which is the name of a JoJo's character, but not the one that he is ripping off, because he's ripping off, I believe, Avdol. Yeah, but Avdol, I could be wrong. I think he's Avdol in someone else, like, just direct. Just mixed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the next one, it looks like it's the exact same intro, but then it zooms in, it's Lilith that's being carried by B.B. Hood, and, her, and, and the face she makes is incredible. Yeah, she makes a sicko face. It's really good. Because yes. it's just B.B. Hood, for people who don't know, looks like a Little Red Riding Hood stereotype. So for her to be holding Lilith by the head or whatever, like she's going to crush it with her hands, and then it just cuts to her face looking normal, and then she just goes, eh. <laughs> it's really good. That joke intro is incredible. Anyway, yeah, that's, it just made me think of if they ever did joke intros like that for Street Fighter, like that'd be good because there's so many yeah. hardcore serious Street Fighter intros. It'd be great yes. to just see a completely goofy one. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's one of the cool things about Pocket Fighter, right? Yeah, Pocket Fighter is amazing. I wish we could get more like that. It, there's just so much creativity going into every character's move set because every single attack is them changing a different different costume. 
you know, like, you know, Chun-Li becoming Jill Valentine and shooting a <laughs> rocket launcher. Yes. It's like, oh, that's just, okay, cool. Uh, aside from that, we played Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Bob, how did you... Uh, you sure do play as Arthur and do so much chip damage I can't survive with all three characters the whole house. <laughs> he needs to, oh, he need, he needs to hyper-jump better. Favorite, I don't know. My favorite <laughs> thing was would be to pick Hulk mm-hmm. and then uh, do Hulk's Gamma Crush and then X-Factor out of Gamma Crush into Gamma Crush and instantly delete one of their characters mm-hmm. and then they stop wanting to play with me. Sounds like we should play online. <laughs> <laughs> no, not on that game. You shouldn't. No. <laughs> Fair. Fair. That that is true. Whenever I see uh, Maximilian dude do a stream of MVC three, it is him going. All right, you're in our Discord. Get on Parsec. I think it's absurd mm-hmm. that we don't have Marvel vs. Capcom two on modern consoles. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, it's it's weird how Seven Gen got some things like that better. Yeah, where I know. it's like yeah, yeah, we had Soul Calibur as a port mm-hmm. to that gen we even got soul calibur 2 i believe eventually we got marvel's capcom 2 eventually we got crazy taxi we got all these other things and then this gen the gen that lasts forever yeah because it's forward compatible they go nah yeah we don't want to write that deal we don't want to just port it once and then get, be able to get it on two or more generations of consoles and it's like god you're so fucking stupid god damn it because yeah uh a modern version of Crazy Taxi will not have the offspring. No. But I will obviously buy it again. <laughs> I don't have yeah, enough yeah, versions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just need to pay an offspring parody band. At this I'll point, I feel like uh, offspring is up. <laughs> would become a parody <laughs> band of offspring. Yes. <laughs> I, I know this was going to happen. Yes, that is actually what happened. I, I, I can't feel anything but joy for green day not becoming a weird parody of green day and just changing their style entirely as they went uh-huh. meanwhile offspring really did just become hollow offspring <laughs> it was it was possibly worse than the transition red hot chili paper, peppers made to hollow red hot chili peppers because Dandy California is like the we could just pretend that was the last song they ever made, and even that was like a lesser song than all the Californication stuff. And mm-hmm. Anyway, we're not here to talk about music. We're here to talk about how you shouldn't look at the faces of Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite and move on. Yeah, DNF Duel forces you to load. Yeah, that's really dumb. I'm like, guys, there's no way it's loading. Let me skip this. No, you need to look at these two character portraits. I'm playing the PS5 version. Let me skip this. Stare at these portraits. You literally couldn't make a game that takes this long to load and looks like this. Let me <laughs> skip this fucking segment. Yeah, I don't know what they were thinking. Anyway, uh, aside from that, Bob and I now have to talk about the elephant in the room. Oh my, my God. God. <laughs> Siphon filter. It's... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know, okay, it's quite you, remarkable. <laughs> you made a tweet that killed me. Because yeah. it is the most Dan Gigaboots tweet you've ever made, which is, we did all of it. It was bad. Don't do this. Anyway, we're still live. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we got a platinum. We got a platinum in this game. It took all of 10 minutes after I beat the game. <laughs> we're now going to check out the other siphon filters because we, we played siphon filter one. We did it to completion. Yeah. Using the rewind feature and being God gamers like us. <laughs> It still took over 10 hours because that game, its structure is not fun or great. No. It's... That, just to be clear what this game is, 
and it's so obvious. They looked at Goldeneye, and they looked <laughs> oh, no. at Metal Gear Solid, and they said, oh. what if we fucked up both of these at once? It's the quintessential, <laughs> how do you think a bad shooter plays on PS1? It's that. It, it is that. Yeah, it just <laughs> controls like a dump truck. The aiming feels bad. The structure is insane because the first level took the longest of any level in the game. The first level took us an hour and a half. The first level actually have objectives that yes. you complete, like in Goldeneye. Yeah. And they give up uh, on that immediately. That's the, the, yeah. For the most part, whoa, they give up no. on that. But then way later, they pretend to be doing that. But it's like, <laughs> you actually can't do any of these until you do this one objective and talk to this guy. Yeah. And it's like, oh, cool. I'm really glad you hit him up a window. Just It was so insane that they... They pretended they were GoldenEye for Mission 1. And mm -hmm. then you have like a list of goals that don't get completed till the end of the game from Mission 1. Because it's like, catch these three guys. And that's what the game is about. Not about what, not what that mission's about. What? <laughs> also, yeah, I expected that story to be a lot more cogent given how proud John Garvin was yes. of it. And how, he's, <laughs> how he, lit he, lit he literally said that Bond movie was ripping him off. And I expected it to be more cogent. It was like, no, it's just DNA virus. That's it. Yeah, they don't even... Now, saying it's a ripoff of Metal Gear is giving it too much credit. It is. Because it literally, they say it's a DNA virus that can target specific people. They don't, th they don't even bother fi figuring out who is targeting. Or why they made it. Or, or any number it. of different things other it, than it could be bad. Yeah. It's insane. To be fair, they did imply like, oh, it could just target demographics of people. But yeah. that's it. That's all they ever talk about it. Here's the best part of this stream, okay? I'm, I'm not shitting you two. We're playing through a level. We beat these normal contemporary setting levels like run down a street, run through a subway, go to a park, do all these things. And then we hit a level that's like the bad guy retreated to his uh, base that's a castle. And we go to the <laughs> castle stage and I'm like, these guys are monks. This castle looks nothing like the other areas in this game. and This is a jarring transition. This was an asset for a completely different game the Bubsy 3D people were making and then got shoved in here. Later in chat, someone reveals, yeah, the game uh, was completely rewritten by Jar Garvin when he came on, and it originally had a time travel oh. plot with a mad scientist. And I'm like, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Literally, literally the beginning of development was we're going to have castles and crazy time travel. Yeah. Was this going to be a copy of Daikatana? <laughs> oh! Yes, but Lo Wang wouldn't get to be in it, so. <laughs> There's so many baffling things in this game. Uh, one of your missions in that castle. Uh-huh. Kill all the scientists. Can you imagine booting up a GoldenEye mission to, like, kill the scientists? Like, that seems insane, right? Because normally, yeah. normally the way you view things in a war-type setting, okay, is you don't, you don't, you want to you don't treat the scientists as though they're militants right you treat them as people sort of working for them either willingly or unwillingly right maybe under duress this they, game you, this you, you stage, need them to stop the virus they have made <laughs> Right. Instead, <laughs> instead, what you do during this mission is you're told by your CEO to go murder every scientist in this entire facility and vaccinate people. And we started getting worried because so it's written Garvin by John. Wrote this. Right. <laughs> We're just like, oh, we're vaccinating people. 
the plot twist is going to be that our CO is evil because we're just murdering scientists. Yeah, and the the and your main character the, Logan's run. What what was it? <laughs> <laughs> Gabe Logan. Logan. Gabe Heroes. Logan. Gabe Logan's run. Zeros <laughs> on the move. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have doesn't think twice about any of these missions when he finds out that the vaccine was in fact killing them doesn't react at all at all, at he, all. he's told everyone you injected was murdered and he's like wait i was betrayed and that's like the ghost <laughs> it's like gabe you you killed all these innocent people gabe filter so, so you're you're telling me that John Garvin has not improved writing since the 90s. Well, we booted uh, Siphon Filter 2, and it seemed a lot more like what you would expect from what it was trying to go for, because it opens on an exciting set piece and a cool Arctic environment and all these other things you would expect instead of, you're on a city street, and I don't know, there's shit everywhere, go. (laughs) (laughs) They will will respawn enemies infinitely. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. What a mess. What a mess. <laughs> How'd this get nines? <laughs> yeah, no, the the Metacritic for this is 90. And <laughs> I was like, this is insane. And people bring up, you know, reviews from GameSpot. And then they go, Jeff Grossman reviewed this. And I'm like, oh, he has a stream where he played that recently. So I go over there and I watch that stream. And you can watch him even be like, man, this is, is kind of bad. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was kind of bad. Um... Uh, Siphon Filter 1 might have the funniest run animation ever where it looks so poorly put together that your legs look like an alien life form that's attached itself and gone crazy. We couldn't go 10 minutes without someone new coming to the stream and be like, what's wrong with his legs? Yeah, that, almost everyone's like, <laughs> looks like he shit his pants. Uh-oh. He's just running to the bathroom trying to not let the cheeks touch or something. <laughs> <laughs> and they're right that is how it looks it's the weird stiffest running animation i've ever seen they fixed that up in siphon filter 2 yeah they fixed up a few things siphon filter 2 seems a lot more sober seems better put together i, w- I would like to see a little bit more of that game even just watching on youtube siphon filter 3 opens with the shittiest segment in <laughs> video game i played anytime recently <laughs> well you don't want to start your game with a really hard sniping mission yeah the game immediately starts oh. And you have to snipe tons of agents that pop up at random places in a building across the street insanely fast with very little health. Which, if you crouch, you can be safe from the bullets. But there's no, there's no tutorialization. There's no nothing. And you sit here and you go, well, what? Why? Why doesn't this? Uh, why doesn't this have anything like that? It's like, well, well, maybe it wasn't. Su- uh, maybe it was too early for the concept of tutorials. It, it is a PS one game that came out in two thousand one. Yeah, yeah. For anyone else who thinks, oh, maybe Siphon Filter is a product of the times. That game's from ninety nine. Yeah, that game's after Metal Gear Solid one, even in America, right? Yeah, like by six plus months. We didn't even mention in Metal Gear Solid. Or, sorry, in Siphon Filter one, they blatantly just go, "Uh, we also want to do the rooftop helicopter battle for Metal Gear Solid one." Yes. <laughs> so we literally go to a base that is Shadow Moses Core. And then make our way to a rooftop and then fight a helicopter. And I'm like, come on now. This is. <laughs> and it's like, Metal Gear Solid is cool because all of the boss fights are like puzzles. And it's like, what if they were puzzles made by a moron? And it's like, <laughs> that's, how, that's how Siphon Filter felt to me. I, uh, I'm really curious about the PS2 game and the PSP games. Well, there are two PS2 games. I'm curious about those. I don't think they would make very good large streams. 
so at some not. point we might get curious enough to just do a variety stream of these four yeah right uh but <laughs> i'm not playing through it into another entire siphon filter on stream no that Play, playing like... any of those without the rewind function yeah sounds like a nightmare because everything in that game was like we hardly checkpoint you, and we will kill you at the drop of a hat. Yeah, I mean, the amount of times we died to something that we had absolutely no idea and just had to speculate, well, maybe someone somewhere threw a grenade long before we arrived. Yeah, we do the rewind to find out why we died. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was consistent. That was consistently what's up. It was crazy. But yeah, siphon filter. You know what else they made? Huh. What else did the people who made Siphon Filter make, Bob? Bubsy's 3D. Which we're playing tomorrow. Because <laughs> some sickos in chat demanded it. Originally, that was lying dormant in a demon pit, but they're like, no. I need you to beat no. Bubsy 3D. I'm convinced it's going to be better. I'm convinced it's going to be better, too. And that's pitiful. Yeah, yeah it'll probably, it'll probably yeah, be probably. better. That's insane. That's I'm insane. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, they didn't want to hear that. They're like, no, Dan, Bubsy 3D is dunked on by everyone. It cannot possibly be better than Siphon Filter. And I'm like, I don't know. I just played Siphon Filter. <laughs> <laughs> it, Siphon Filter is one of those games I would rent in those days in return before the weekend was over. Yeah, I tried Siphon Filter on a demo disc and I'm like, okay, avoid. Yeah. Got it. Like, it just, it doesn't feel good or fun like Metal Gear Solid or GoldenEye or any number of other games that were shootery in back then. I mean, I had more time, I had more fun the time I rented, uh, what was it, Rainbow Six. Yeah. That, that was, like, first person. Like, how many years after GoldenEye is this? I think it's, like, two years. Yeah, it's probably one or two. Yeah. Madness. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, we're playing, you know, you're listening to this live. Tomorrow we're playing all of Bubsy 3D. Uh, and that left a question of, wait, Dan, if that was lying dormant in one of the demon pits for the death tournament polling, which also starts tomorrow, by the way, you get to vote on which terrible month you want to see us do or what great month. Uh, we replaced there it with another Bubsy game. on both sides? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Debatable. Uh, we had to replace Bubsy 3D with Bubsy the, uh, the Wooly Strike Back or whatever it's called. The PS4 the, one. The terrible reboot PS4 oh. one that isn't even made by the company with any sort of pedigree. Okay, but if that wins, mm -hmm. you have to go into the options menu <laughs> and turn Bubsy quips to maximum. Of course. Yup. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure only the best individuals voice Bubsy. And I think they literally called the highest setting on that Bubsy. Yes, they did. What could possibly go wrong? Ah! He should say it like that every time in that version. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's terrible. Also, I realized there is only one situation in which we play Siphon Filter on a stream again. <laughs> My God. My God. <laughs> Siphon Filter. It's, it's in a demon pit. <laughs> The PSP one is in a demon pit. <laughs> Siphon filter dark mirror. Oh, man. You know. Wasn't that a pitch on one of our podcasts? Well, yes, that was, my, um, that was my pitch for Silent Hill, where I'm just like, it's about fighting the trolls. Yes. <laughs> and about how, I f about how kids are on their phone too much. So yeah, that was the one I missed. I need to go back and listen to it. Oh, yeah, that one was good. That was, that oh, was, yeah. a, that was a good armchair test. <laughs> yep. Uh, involved drones. Uh, <laughs> I've heard. 
But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Siphon Filter Dark Mirror is lying in one of those demon pits. Anyways, hey, Bob. Hey. I assumed you played something other than Siphon Filter. Yes, I played a few other things. Because okay. the... Uh, okay. The PlayStation did their summer sale. Yes, they did. Oh, yeah. So I picked... I know, because I rushed to buy Bubsy the Wooly Strike Back. And then I realized... <laughs> Then I realized it was free on my PlayStation Plus 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 subscription. Great. I claimed it and just went, God, what a piece of trash to just get out of this premium subscription. But what did you do during this sale, Bob? Well, I also, the sale made me make the mistake of getting Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's but, also when I got Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Are we looping? <laughs> um, but I also picked up Aragami, which is... An indie game that's clearly inspired by Tenshu. Oh, okay. uh, it's got like a cell shade look to it, though, and your character can like teleport through shadows and do stealth skills. Um, I was kind of hopeful of this because I'd seen gameplay and it didn't look that bad, but you don't have jumping. Like you can't jump. What? Oh no, that's that's dead for you. <laughs> so you you have to you have the teleport for everything. And that usually doesn't work out that well. Like, you can get in situations where it's like, okay, there's not a shadow right there, so I can't get up to this thing that's right, uh, right next to me. Uh, so you're missing a lot of mobility options. You die in one hit, like Tenchu 4. Oh. Uh, and it just teleports you back to the beginning of the encounter. Mm. And, yeah, it's it's really weird. Also, all the dialogue seems like it's trying to sound Japanese-ish, but through the filter of uh god like banjo grunts yeah <laughs> it's really strange <laughs> i don't know how you do sounds kind of japanese but banjo <laughs> yeah it's like it's gahu gahu also none of the stealth kills look cool which is that if you're making a tenchu game Aww. stealth kills need to look good yeah uh, bob snickers i look over and i see the dumpiest looking stealth kill animation i've seen in a game in a while and i'm like that's supposed to be funny though right <laughs> the the uh, from above one is the funniest because your dude locked in an animation where his sword's like held out pointed downwards and then mm -hmm. flies towards the enemy who may or may not be that close to him and stabs him a little bit <laughs> and bleed, then they bleed and die cool um yeah also the audio balance for everything is just bad like you're for a stealth game i think audio is super important because it tells you like where enemies are yeah and gives you an idea of their state they're mostly just slight mumbles in the background and that's how i'm no, supposed to know where these dudes are because they're using their fake not japanese language to talk to each other and it's like there's subtitles but I can't really tell where they are because it's just super muffled audio. Mm -hmm. um, it's buried by this music, which is also very basic. Mm. Um, so I was pretty disappointed in this. I I only picked it up because it went down to like four dollars. I'm like, well, I'll finally try this. Did they announce a sequel? Sequel's already out. Okay. I was gonna try this, and if it was good, pick up the sequel too. But now, but what like, if the sequel's where it comes into its own? Maybe, but the yeah. sequel reviewed way worse than the first uh -oh. one. No. Also, it looked like the whole sequel is focusing on doing the multiplayer thing, which this has multiplayer as an option. But it seems like every trailer I saw for the sequels, it's all about there being four players at once. And it's like Tenchu Z didn't take off, guys. Don't <laughs> pretend it did. No, it was really good. It was really good. You all, you, you all regret your words and deeds. <laughs> 
Um, but if that ever goes down to four or five dollars, I'll try it too. Cool. Um, because I'm desperate for something like Tenshu. There isn't anything like that. Yeah. They're just it's kind of an empty space. And I was hoping that this would fill that a little bit, but it it really doesn't. Uh the the name of the game, by the way, was Ara Gami. Yes, so A R A. Like Origami, but Aragami. Yes, Ara Ara. Ara Ara. Uh, the other thing I played was Little Noah, Scion of Paradise. You know. What's up? If I didn't know what this game was, what I would have imagined based on that title is nothing like what this game is. That makes sense. So this is like Japanese developed. Uh, yeah, it's Psy Games published and developed. 2D, 2.5D game. Mm-hmm. Uh, where your attacks are like folklore, where they're summons, right? Yeah, you summon enemy or you summon creatures with each attack uh it's structured kind of like uh a metroidvania but a roguelike so it's going through different areas and it's all about clearing monsters out so it's a lot like if you played hades or something you just each room is made on the fly and just filled with enemies some rooms are like a puzzle room where you platform through it to get treasure um and every attack is like dan said a different summon you do you can you're constantly collecting new summons throughout the stage uh, you can equip them as part of a combo, which you just smash square button, it goes through all of them, and each of them has a completely different kind of move. Mm. Uh, or you can set them as a skill, and they, that's a totally different move that's like a charged-up thing that's on a cooldown. Mm. Um, so you can make some pretty neat like sets with that. There's dudes in a combo that will do an uppercut, so then that'll put you in midair. And as long as you're attacking, you'll just stay in midair uh, if you have more guys to summon after that. It's also got a really nice art style. Like it looks very similar to Bravely Default One, but higher res. Yeah, I really wish Bravely Default Two looked like this. Oh yeah, because it evokes that style way more. Like the three D models actually look like higher res versions of that art. Hmm. <laughs> Unlike in Bravely Default Two, they all look weird and uh, over textured. Like they're trying to buy or get stuff off the Unity store to make it look nice. Yeah. Uh, where it doesn't have that look at all. It really does look nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that game actually looked stunningly premium. Yeah. Like, in a way that I haven't seen somebody try to make a 2.5D game look in a very long time. Right, it's very clear they're saving money on uh, level layouts being very samey. Like, there's a right. different background to them, and it's all about just, okay, I kill the enemies in this tiny box <laughs> that's mm-hmm. got several different shapes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it still looks really nice like the very clean look to it um it also there are a bunch of different bosses like every other stage is a boss fight and they look similar but they they'll have completely different move sets like they there's a big axe dude but sometimes it jump on into a big hammer instead and he has a completely different move set for that you know i was gonna make a comparison to god of war 2018 but then it was like oh he spawns in with a different weapon never mind (laughs) because <laughs> god, god of war 2018 really is uh this one also has a pillar yes it is just uh, a it, bunch it, of dudes with pillars yeah <laughs> this big guy is green <laughs> yep um there's also uh, a japanese dub to it but no english dub unfortunately uh but yeah i had a lot of fun with that i i'll probably continue to put some time into it see how far i can get uh I'll, it, like every lo- roguelike there's a huge dependence on 
okay, will I get a loan of $2 million? Will it just spawn me one of the good good creatures to summon at level one and I, I'm just awesome? Or, yeah, the, this will this have the loop like Returnal where you just do hardcore drugs <laughs> hoping you come out the other end like fucking uh, Captain America? <laughs> there doesn't seem to be a, a thing where you can take negative effects. Oh, yeah. okay. I know that it's stuff like Hades yeah, you, introduced that's later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you have to actually like clear a run before you're allowed to look at the list of debuffs you would like to put on yourself. Yeah, so it might do something like that. But as far as I've played now, it has not done that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I had a lot of fun with that. I definitely suggest it if you're into roguelites or like uh, 2D action platformers. Like yeah, that. also, I, I think the art style is good enough where, like, as Bob was saying, it does really look like Bravely Default. And it, has, it looks gorgeous. Like, this is one of the few games I've seen do a 2.5D gameplay where it does look this gorgeous. Yeah. So it's worth just looking at just to see that. My only complaint is some of the summons get too big and it becomes a thing of I can't tell what's going on under all the effects they're spewing. Ooh. So I need to. <laughs> it's really hard to see where, where attacks are coming in from. Mm -hmm. um, but other than that, it seems really solid. You just kind of need to manage. OK, this guy's going to spark everywhere. I need to know what my guy's sparks look like compared to their sparks. <laughs> Stand back. I'm sparking out. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I think that's everything else I got to play this week, other than, you know, the stuff we already went over. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Let's go over to KZ. KZ, what you been playing? Uh, I, I've been watching a lot of stuff, but the only one I felt like mentioning was I saw Promare finally. I'd been putting it off for a while. Oh. I, I finally checked that out. And cultural as I reset. Was <laughs> yeah, well, cultural reset, basically. Mm -hmm. I was about midway through it. And then I finally hit it and my brain had the brain blast. I'm like, this is it. This is the exactly one straight scene that Bob told us about on Big Thing. Yes, there's I, the I one. Immediately, I immediately identified it and went, oh, this is straight as hell. You can see it from space. And, and then the rest of the movie happens, which, uh, holy shit. Watching that on, a, on an OLED is uh, very special. Yeah that, yeah, that movie's gorgeous. Yeah, I still need to go back yeah. and do that. because We watched it in theater, but not since. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah. It was a really good time as I was like clawing through some of some of the other trigger stuff that they've been putting out recently, like uh Gridman and Dinozenon. So I was finally getting over to this. Uh yeah, really enjoyed that. Uh aside from that, I played some of Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, not too much, because I was prioritizing other stuff, but I got to the brand new hub they made. So there's like an entirely like new area where you prep everything with new NPCs. And it seems evident that when they made the PC port for Rise, they it feels like they dropped the Switch models in and we're done. Because every model here looks way too detailed and higher rent. Where I look at a character, I'm like, this beard looks really good. Hmm. It's like it's like this is the thing where they they knew that they were making something for PC as well, so they actually went a little bit higher detail on a lot of models and the general look. Um, but yeah, it's more monster on it. There's not too much to say there. We we you now have the you now have this thing where if you do a button combination, you switch to a completely different preset of moves. Because before you could equip different move types, like this button's gonna do this with my weapon instead, and now you have a you can basically make two loadouts that you can pop in and out of. That's so cool. That's, yeah, it's pretty 
that's pretty nice. Uh, I liked. I've only seen one new locale yet uh, in terms of like things you can go fight monsters in, and that was okay. But hmm. I need to dig into it more. But it definitely seems like a good improvement. Uh, how much was the DLC? Uh, I think it's forty. Okay, I, it's I've been, been wondering. It's been, yeah, it's been a bit since I pre-ordered pre-ordered it on PC, and then your your mileage might vary on how it runs. I have multiple people who are having a stellar time with it. Uh, and then my friend Jordan gets it to crash five times. Uh, off, any idea? Off, off random stuff. Any idea what sort of rig Jordan's running? I, I don't know. It seems to be some type of homunculus that is causing him nothing but pain. Oh, okay. Sounds like a PC. Or, I, I yeah, remember or, when I played the demo for this, uh, I had to unplug one of the monitors because otherwise the whole game would run in slow motion. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Happens. There's some... There's some weird stuff where most people going to have a good time, but then you have a few people that are like, this is... This isn't working out. Like the worst thing that happened is we did the rampage, which they added in Rise, where it's that that horde mode stuff, and mm -hmm. then it just crashed for Jordan on the victory cutscene before results, so he didn't get credit for anything. Mm. And I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I'm streaming. I'm not doing that 20 minute bit again. <laughs> if you could just go ahead and get through that and and check back here. Yeah. Uh, see, this is Bob. This is making the argument even more for multi monitor setups. Now, that's a risk. 4K 120 hertz OLED TV, you're pretending is a monitor. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's me. Uh, my, my third monitor just becomes that, that, mm -hmm. that OLED whenever I'm doing a PC game. Whenever I have to unfortunately settle and have to do that. This is good shit. Yeah, except for neon white, which I I can't get. I'd have to lower the resolution to get 120 on this TV, so I just do it on the monitor. Yeah, they they didn't get a 4K 120 working on PC GPUs until yeah. uh, 3000 series, unless you do yeah. quirky shit. Yeah, at the very least, the monitors I bought last year that are like 144 are actually solid because this yeah. is like 1440p as well, so that that looks. Real clean. I'm not like pining to play it on the massive TV. Neon white just needs 4K. <laughs> it it yeah, would look really so clean. Yes, it, it would. would. It absolutely would. And the last thing I played, uh, I played the rest of AI the Somnium Files Nirvana Initiative. Uh, not much to say besides that was really good. Um, I feel like some mileage may vary on some of the last parts of it. Depends, uh, you know. When he starts doing that thing he does every single game he's ever made, uh, it, it, it might make people's brains explode. <laughs> but uh, regardless, enjoyed it for the most part. There is one puzzle in that that is incredibly terrible because of the localization. Um, uh, where it's... It could, this it could, this, could was, a lot, this <laughs> was a lot easier because it is connecting kanji. It is no longer kanji in, in America, so it's uh, way worse. Did they accidentally make it a slur like Danganronpa 1? No, it's just nonsensical, so I don't know how you can normally come up with this. <laughs> it's like when you're answering a question where you're like, this seems wrong. Oh, so it's a case closed episode. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Professor Agasa, would you like to teach us something? Sure, kid, I'm going to say a bunch of shit, and I'm going to connect a fucking green pea with the concept of an airplane. And then you just go, okay, thank you. So, Professor Agasa. I remember they got really bad in a couple of movies. Yeah, that, the, the fucking the first run was so bad. I mean, it's never great. It uh -huh. never, ever, ever makes any fucking sense. 
They can't localize it for shit ever, not even once. At this point, uh, they should be like, Professor Agasa is a man who loves doing stand-up at random to kids. <laughs> yes. Uh. <laughs> I was like, well, it's weird. Why is Professor Agasa just transition fully to speaking Japanese? <laughs> and everything becomes <laughs> subtitled for the sake <laughs> I mean, what the hell? <laughs> Okay, kids, I'm going to test your knowledge of Japanese. And then it's just the original voice actor. <laughs> but yeah, overall, I uh, I really liked AI too. I I think I might like it a little bit more than the uh, than the first one, just because of uh, I like the cast more. You know, sometimes just if you have characters I like more, it you know ends up edging it out a little bit, even if they're somewhat similar uh also all the puzzles and somnium stuff that you do where you go into these um people's dream worlds uh are a lot more distinct and interesting with what they're doing to where i'm <laughs> like okay you're really like sometimes it felt a bit more nonsensical in the first game and this one it feels a bit more controlled and them being distinct got me excited about what i'm going to experience each time um also, one is very similar to a piece of content that we've done recently, which made me lose my mind. Uh, very, very excited for Field to go through this. Um, but yeah, that, that's everything I've played this week. Okay. Hey, Mr. Field, you play a video game? Yeah, I play a video game. Uh, the first thing I did when I got back from my trip is I beat Neon White. Uh, Neon White's really great. The last chunk of levels gives you one of the coolest power-ups I've ever had in a game. And uh, changes the rules a lot and just makes it really, really cool. I uh, can't recommend that highly enough. Uh, then I beat the game and unlocked all sorts of bonus content that, that'll probably make me cry, so I don't feel like doing it at the moment. <laughs> it, 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 it seems to all be stuff like, do this entire set of levels in one go. Ooh. Oh, oh no. I thought it was bad enough when I have friends now that are like, I will not continue until the current level has the developer times broken. Yeah, I, I, like... didn't get a sing I, I didn't get a single fucking developer time. And some of those I'm like, <laughs> how? 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 <laughs> how? <laughs> uh, other than that, I uh, played and beat the uh, Delicious Last Course, the Cuphead DLC. Uh, it's really neat. I wouldn't say it's that much different than the main game. It's mostly just more of it, but there are a couple, there are, there's a couple things where they try new stuff. Like there's a set of bosses that you can't shoot at all. You, your, your shooting is turned off, uh, but they have some way you can parry them and that's how you hurt them. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did see that in like a review or something. Uh, it's, it's not colossal. I assume that they must be working on something else for how long this took for what it is. Because it feels like it took as long as the game did to develop, almost. Yeah, it took a chunk of time. Yeah, this got, this got announced officially in 2018. But yeah, so... It's been, it's been five years since the original release. Yeah, uh, so I would imagine that they're probably working on something else at the same time. Well, playing this, I did I did not see anything that's like this would make it take an exponentially longer amount of time than than for what they made. Didn't the original take like eight years? 
the original took an insane amount of time, but it wasn't that long. Um, yeah, I, I, like think, to... I think I think it got announced like almost as soon as the Xbox One came out, and it came out in twenty. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I would like to. I like to tell the story again of uh 2014 microsoft shows that game off on stage because 2013 was when sony showed off a bunch of indies and they're like look we have cool indies too and they literally sped green light that sort of <laughs> showcase after sony got that really big dub last time so competition's good everyone <laughs> yes i remember first seeing uh cuphead through a sizzle reel of games mm -hmm. at, at one of those shows and they showed it for four seconds it's like hey stop 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 it. Can I can you show me more than four seconds of them fighting the, the onion? No. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh definitely worth the ex the ridiculously low price they're charging for it. Eight dollars for that. It, that's that's grotesque. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since some of the stuff looks really neat. Some some stuff some stuff is is stop motion. Ooh, that's always fun because yeah, they did a little nice. bit of that in the first game. That stuff's always so cool. Mm -hmm. So it's like Jesus. Uh, and then after that, uh, I played a little bit of Disgaea Six. I was like, I'm gonna make a lot of progress on Disgaea Six, and it's like we opened the item world now. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I guess I won't be progressing in the story for a little while. Uh, I don't know how I feel about the mechanics in this game yet. I think I think they overcomplicated a lot of shit. Hmm. Um, specifically how you unlock new classes. In every previous Disgaea game, it was like, uh, to to unlock Magic Knight, you have a warrior at like level twenty and like a mage at level twenty or something something along those lines. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Right. In this, there's like class proficiency and i don't entirely understand how that levels up it seems to it's like it's like a chart full of stars every character has and i and i don't entirely understand how these stars get filled out so huh. that doesn't feel very good i really dislike not understanding how this mechanic that i need to do to unlock new character classes works uh, I, I also am really afraid that we're going to get to the point where it's like the numbers mean nothing anymore. Because mm. I just finished chapter two. I did one item world run. And my characters gained 600 levels. What? What? I'm going into chapter three and all of my characters are over level 1000. Wow. And I, I and I I I guess like as soon as I finished the first mission I knew it would be like this but I'm like guys you you can act you can out you can like granular down your leveling to not give anybody dopamine anymore <laughs> and I'm I'm re I'm really afraid that's what they did because with the normal like I've said this before when I played the demo normal disguise game you can beat that game you can beat the main story with everybody at like level eighty even though it goes up to level, you know, 9,999. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I usually, I usually end around like 120 or something. I usually try to overextend because I don't want to grind every unit. So yeah, so it's just, I'm really worried that they leaned a little bit too much into let's make this sort of like an idle game almost. 
and let you farm with via via auto battle. Uh, but luckily, luckily, some things apparently the developers said like, no, we figured out we, we went too far in some places. So oh, maybe when they make another one, they'll uh, they'll dial it back. I am really enjoying the story. Uh, even if I only got a little bit more, it's really great how just every chapter is you're in a different anime now. You're in, you're in some other anime because you got resurrected in a different anime. Yeah, that's right. I'm still just waiting till they drop the price a little bit because $70, that's insane. It was, it was a real, it was a real I, game, I so I had to buy it. horrible detail because that, holy shit. Dude. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's still insane. They were like, I well, get, it's real now. I get it. I get it. Having to, you feel buying it at that price. I get it. They're so stupid yeah, for I'm doing not, that, I'm, though. Yeah, they're they're really stupid. At least it comes with all of the DLC that they made for the for the other version. So you have that going for it. Okay. All right. I can I can maybe in so my you, head pretend it's the goatee version. So you yes. can you can boot it. You can walk right over to the DLC guy, and they're like, uh, "You can unlock all of the stuff to un to to which I don't think you can do until post game. There, I think it's probably too high level to unlock all the previous uh, characters. You get some colors. Yeah, you get some colors. Uh, you get a, a squad of characters that are unique recolors of existing units based on Hollow Live VTubers. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get Planair? This is important. That is I imagine. I imagine that's a post-game thing. Okay. What about that one bitch that will never get a game? <laughs> uh, no, she's DLC and all this shit now. Oh, uh, nice. Okay. Because yeah. the thing is, KZ, whenever you beat beat a Disgaea game, it, you'll you'll pass whatever fucking bill you need to pass in the Dark Congress to, to fight mm -hmm. her. And then she's just like, uh, I don't have a game, so I'm going to kill you and take your game. And then you have to fight her. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You must yeah, defend just... her not getting it. <laughs> yep. Gonna, with seven, it's just going to be her game. <laughs> We're all going to live with it. Ne never, ever. I know. Yeah, I know. It'd be really funny, though. Uh, but that's th that's all I played. I didn't get any further in the story other than one level. So I got to experience Spike Spencer going, no, please, I don't want to go outside. Just keep giving me money so I can live in this hole. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That is great. That's some that good is, casting. That, al that almost feels worth $70. Man. But that's all you've played? Yep. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, you know, I think that means something. Hmm. That Does means it? something to me personally. Oh. That means we're uh -huh. going to Ooh. the Podlords. Ah. Oh, oh, shit. Fuck! Yes, that's right. The Podlords. Ooh. <laughs> this is beautiful. It is, it is very scenic. I need one more step of this before I start doing it. Anyway, Podlords such as E. Lee Broyles, Corey Brown, Dino Crisis on Infinite Earths, Red Blaze 27, Juice of Frost, Suzu Shiro, Emperor Zero, Shibuya Gato, 
sing and dance with the Giga Boys during the AI One Plus Two spoiler cast. Rado. 101 Shades of Wonderful Remastered. WTF, Spider-Man. Mr. I hope I didn't lose my Podlord spot because of Patreon for getting my debit info. <laughs> yeah, they're telling me about that. I, and I, they're like, I couldn't do it. I'm like, I am devastated unironically. <laughs> <sighs> well, I didn't have Yuji Naka actually giving someone the Stalin treatment on my bingo card, but here we <laughs> are. <laughs> We're gentle. DFW3K PLV, you decide to travel away from Missouri? <laughs> Seems safe. <laughs> Kristen. Figma Demifi Nocturne and Rido Kuzanoha Devil Summoner Serotonin Edition. Holy shit! What Coming the together. cat gaming? <laughs> oh, yo! That's a, that's a YouTube channel, alright. What the cat gaming? Yeah. Kyle Bjork, BN12. Maybe the British aren't that bad. Maddie Moe. Mizki says, Din, have you ever heard of Ice Nine? <laughs> she has a lot to say for the next 15 minutes. Oh, okay. I'll, <laughs> I'll be sure to brace in for that. <laughs> Blig the Blue, Schlinda's Poo. Monster Hunter, Ryzen and Raiden? I just think they're neat. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely won't spend hundreds on them. <laughs> Jordan! <laughs> well, he changed it. Yeah. I'm mm -hmm. happy to not be looking at teeth every week. Yeah. Yeah. Deciding no teeth. Yeah, I don't want to see that fucking Pac-Man design ever again. Yeah, same. <laughs> Cooper Tank. Free guy, if you want this to be satire, make the Typhoon CEO worse than the CEO of Blizzard. Come on. <laughs> Look, they weren't trying to be perfect satire. They just wanted a dipshit. Yeah. God of Patreon. Money, money, Pachaco Max. Oh, man. Why is he making the Yaranaika face? Don't worry about it. <laughs> you, you don't, you, you never have to worry about it. Drive type cam. Behold, Bellamy Benjamin Biscuits in his tiny grabbies. I love every aspect of this. Indigo Sykes. Mm, can I get some long bannies in chat? <laughs> <laughs> They're taking advantage of our new format. Good. Player one had a bad day. No bit, ho. Rest in peace, king of games. Oh. Rip. A raccoon that wishes it would stop raining. <laughs> Here, I thought he was based. <laughs> <laughs> Shinji 16 is celebrating recently getting married. Not even Skoda's stupidity can dampen his spirits. Let's fucking go, man. Nice. Let's I go. I love that tie so much. I was actually going to congratulate you last big thing, but I was like, 
Well, they didn't put it in Poddlers. I, I'm not sure they want me to bring it up, but yeah, congratulations. <laughs> yes, congrats. Yeah. I was so happy for you. I was. <laughs> oh no, what happened? <laughs> One week was all it took for it to wear off. <laughs> Man, that, that shit got overturned way too fast. I know, Jesus. Thanks, Agro. COVID got me like... <laughs> I was like, why is it a bit? Oh, that's ghost pepper flavored baby food. Ugh. Baby's first heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Please get better soon. <laughs> Gacked no some. Can anyone even explain? I assume this is a monster hunter creature. That's what it looks okay, like, okay. but at what yeah. level yeah. was this? Yeah, this this monster is called the Acnosom. Okay. So okay. they put Gact on and said it was Gactnosom, because I don't know. They got really baked and then laughed at it and then said that's a podboard. <laughs> yeah, that's Me probably pointing right. at the screen when when two words are vaguely similar to one another. <laughs> <laughs> the Super Mim. Lane's World 25. You're a stupid villain with no talent and you're ugly. You mad, you mad. You should low tier god yourself, lol. You know, we didn't talk about how bad Cyrus was during no, our game No, we didn't talk segment. about that. We, like, were running, we, we were running long, so I kind of wasn't going to bring it up. But yeah, Cyrus is hilariously <laughs> shitty. He sucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he sucks. Yeah, he, years. he also sounds like this because he has no nose in this version. <laughs> <laughs> His best Pokemon is a Crobat. What an L. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will create a universe where I can have nostrils. Saraline. Tomothy Fister is picking up Bamco US's slack and telling everyone to buy Klonoa Fantasy Reverie series available July 8th. Oof. I agree yeah, the, with the, re the, uh, the seeming re The seeming logic of why they've done what they've done is like It'll push it higher up the digital store pages if everyone has to buy it at launch and can't digitally pre-order it. Also, I, I just don't like how they've barely marketed this thing and uh -huh. said, it's the last chance for the franchise, by the way. It's a test. Yep. That's how it always goes. Yep. yep. At it's, least it's, when Capcom <laughs> does this shit, at least they push it. It's yes. <laughs> It's at this point that I reveal after Clino or after Bubsy 3D the next day for even more polling for the death months. We're 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 checking this out. So oh. so so what an upgrade Bubsy 3D to that, right? <laughs> I know it might give people heart attacks. Yeah, uh, brace yourselves. <laughs> Take a bear. I hear those stop heart attacks. <laughs> Definitely how that works. I'm so excited for Peak Mega Man to return. It says H2O2. That's the sequel to Water. <laughs> Lan is the smartest video game character in media. Yes, he is. Jesus Christ. Don't dis... Don't disappoint... Don't disappoint... Don't disappoint... Don't disappoint... Okay. Well, it, it, don't disappoint... Is this like a bouncy transition? Baby. Don't disappoint the... Baby, don't disappoint the baby. Don't disappoint the baby. Did don't you suck for 20 baby. seconds? What was this? <laughs> whoever came up with this, whoever came up with this transition really doesn't understand how balls work. <laughs> don't disappoint the baby. 
Pleochrome, and Cargol Spum. Oh, look at the little Yo! dude. Thank you, Cargol Spum. Thank you very much to our pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. <laughs> Thank you, pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. I am Mr. Gay. <laughs> Uh, and if you'd like to become a potter, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gvpodcast for as little as $5 a month. You get access to many benefits, such as early access to Chugging Bleach, our Bleach review podcast, wherein we review all of Bleach, uh, as well as extended armchair dev pitches and gamer premonition premonitions in the format of those shows, forces to leave ideas on the cutting room floor, and a patron-exclusive show one a month where you get to vote on what good or bad thing we have to watch and then talk about. That's patreon.com slash gvpodcast, and if you don't have any money, you can always help us immensely by telling your friends or linking the stream to people. Oh, feel free to do that. Uh, and if you don't have any friends, have you considered becoming a pay pig? <laughs> Patreon.com slash TV podcast. News. <gasps> News. 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 Oh yeah. God! What bullet are we starting with? Yeah, that's a fucking question. All right. There is a lot of news. <laughs> uh, luckily, I knocked out. Yeah, there we go. She Hulk, uh, Bio Mutant. <laughs> God of War Ragnarok yeah. comes out November 9th. Calm down, you psychopath. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yes, busting not, not, stop sending that poor woman your penis. Yeah. In fact, don't send any woman your penis, whether a picture or physically. <laughs> I don't I think they say, understand that concept, Mr. <laughs> Fiat. They don't. They we just need a baseline don't. rule here. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm very happy we got this date confirmed because as soon as uh, everything Xbox got delayed to next year, every games media person said, well, God of War is going to be delayed. Yeah, I don't know what it's happened with I mean, That's it, so weird. It could, still, it, it could still theoretically be delayed, but yeah, I don't think it's going to be delayed. Yeah, there's so many delays this year. I get it. I get just being pessimistic about it. Consider it. Consider it. Well, I mean, this already got delayed by a full year. It was originally supposed to be 2001. I mean, 2021. But considering how much shit has blatantly gotten out of the way, mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to be delayed. Yeah. And uh, 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 speaking of shit that blatantly got delayed in response to this, uh, uh, Forspoken got delayed to uh january 24th yeah they basically said that this is they why said it. i have <laughs> never i i i went back and looked up many square enix delay messages all of them are we want to make this game the best it can be so we need a little more time this one is we talked to our key partners and strategically we are now moving to this point <laughs> i assume they were going i i assume the plan was to delay it to around then mm -hmm. then this then they found out about this and like no it cannot be within striking distance of that will die. Now that is a Sony exclusive, at least for console PS5 only. While this is completely logical and very smart, uh -huh. the tone of it bereft of context really does come off as someone eats shit and falls down a flight of stairs. And when someone coming from the lower stairs looks at them and looks confused, someone walks out of a door upstairs and they go, they, they pushed me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, this is smart. Absolutely. Yeah. But best thing for them to do is to just be yeah. like, well, nothing's coming out in January. We'll just, it'll be fine. Square Enix launches in January. Go great. Dan, that's not true. The dead space remake comes out that month. <laughs> That's not real. It was Thanos snapped uh, a month ago. Are, are you sure this one might be the ultimate clash of titans? 
I'm, I'm sad because now we don't get the sequel to Bullet Witch and the sequel to Gungrave in the same year. <laughs> that is rough. They don't get to compete. That is and, rough. You know, at the very least, they'll still be the same fiscal year. <laughs> yeah, you can't stop That's that. That's true. Uh, let's see. What else do we got here? Uh, we got some quick things to go through. Uh, I believe this was touched on in a prior big think, but another article coming out talking to a number of Unity employees who were like, yeah, uh, we wanted to work on a game engine to make games with, and this shit's being used for military applications, and that makes us all go, huh? And now we have to think about the ethics of working on AI tech for Unity when it will be used by the U.S. military, multiple different divisions. You know what's a great solution to this kind of issue, guys? What's the, what's the great solution? unionize and tell them you're not going to let your work be used that way yeah it was really weird that unity went uh publicly traded something like three years ago and then this turnaround happened so fast very strange <laughs> it's almost like maximizing oh. profit might uh do some weird things to your ethics anyways man Ruin everything. sure it sure is amazing how unionizing could fix so many companies <laughs> <laughs> but bob unions are for cucks my employer told me that <laughs> they sure do <laughs> They showed me an educational video where a guy joins a union and his penis falls off. <laughs> that is basically the one that they showed me when I got hired at Target, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah their, their representatives over at Bloodstone showed me this scary video. Man, yeah, they, they couldn't, will kill me. They couldn't afford that GameStop. We just got pamphlets about it. Yeah, it's true. You guys were real, <laughs> real low rent. Uh, the Lollipop Chainsaw remake was announced in since the last big thing, and it's already come out. Uh, yeah, the music licensing is gonna have to change. Uh, so it may not have all the songs. We don't know yet. Um, uh, neither James Gunn nor Suda are involved with this uh remake slash port slash. I mean, it's a port. At the end of the day, this is obviously gonna just no, be a this port. This is a remake. I don't know. They, they've said they said they're redoing all the graphics and to make it more realistic. Oh, this is going to be a nightmare, sort of like <laughs> when they try to port up a game from Unreal Engine 3 to 4, and, it, and the lighting's all fucked up now, and the animations look weird. At least that game's already hideous in a lot of ways, but yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I'm wondering I no if confidence. this is going to be like the monkey's paw of like where they ruined it on every level presentation-wise, but now it controls sort of like a real game. Right? <laughs> you have to wonder. <laughs> so, I don't, I don't know, but... uh. Yeah, I apparently. do think it's funny that, that people just ask James Gunn. He's like, yeah, Suda two weeks ago gave me a call. That's the only reason I know this thing happened. Yeah. I'm not like, working on this shit Neither of us are working on it. Uh, I think it's pretty understood that the two important songs you need to get are Lollipop, because come on, it's Lollipop Chainsaw, and uh, Mickey. I think that's yeah, it. Yeah, I, I was... Yeah. Until I read this, I was trying to remember what song it was because it's the song that plays when you go in, you go, you go invincible mode. Yeah, and can one shot everything. I was like, it's not the Avril Lavigne song, right? It's not Hey Hey You You, but it has like that energy. <laughs> energy I'm like, oh, it's yeah. Mickey. It's yes. Mickey. God. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, very quickly, the Tomorrow Children Phoenix Edition, where it rises from its ashes. It's coming out in the United States and Europe September 6th and uh, 7th in Japan. It's $40, which I feel like it's is too much what? for this game. What? But <laughs> I'm going to jump on that sword anyways, because if I don't, Tosh will be very mad. <laughs> I don't. You know, I thought they were come back and go free to play or something. 
Yeah, I was like, they can't go to free to play because in order to do that, they would have to monetize it in a way I'm not sure they want to after how things went last time. Yeah. Uh, I didn't expect 40. No. I expected like 30 or 20. Um, so anyway, we're going to check out that game again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just see. Maybe this time it clicks maybe, with me. Maybe, maybe this maybe time. Maybe they've redesigned enough things and you can make progress yourself. There's no way. God. This thing is the anti Ayn Rand thing. Uh huh. Is there an unobjectivism? <laughs> <laughs> um, where it's like, no, you need you need the help of this community in order to slowly push against these kaiju's and other things. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it'll click this time for me. Uh, there better be a bespoke PS5 version that runs at a lock sixty or something. Yeah, that lighting in that game's incredible. It still looks beyond most video games, but. I would like it to run well on my PlayStation 5 computer entertainment system. <laughs> uh, moving on to my last bullet of news. Uh, UK has a, a competitive competition watchdog group that is now investigating Microsoft's $69 billion Activision takeover. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> the amount of times yeah. we were like, ah, America might let this happen. Let's see if Europe does. Yeah, that, that has been the thing where Europe uh, cares. <laughs> Uh, interesting that it's the UK and not the EU. I always expect the EU to be the one coming in busting ankles. The EU has a, is a little bit uh, preoccupied with certain things at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In a statement, the uh, UK's competitive competition and market authority said its investigation would, quote, consider whether the deal could harm competition, lead to worse outcomes for consumers, for example, through higher prices, lower quality and reduced choice. Uh, they set a delay, a deadline of September 1st for their initial decision on this. So that'll be interesting. We haven't seen a whole lot of progress on the acquisition front on that at all since it was announced. Yeah, it's funny how a lot of game journalists have just decided, oh, that thing, that's happening. Absolutely, there's nothing you could possibly chance yeah, stop it. We even had some kickback on that even in the States. Yeah. Yeah, um, there which was weird. Yeah, the F back FTC like woke up and was like, no, we're going to look at this. This you you can't just have the one of the like the second largest buyout in um, in human history and have us not look at it. It's really funny because every time it's reported on it, it's like Microsoft sixty nine billion dollar acquisition of Activision in this one hundred ninety dollar billion dollar industry, and I'm like, you don't even have to look deeper than that. No, it's like that's the headline makes yeah. it clear. <laughs> yes, you can be a fucking idiot and go. Yeah, that's probably going to cause some sort of level of monopoly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's it. That's it for me. Uh, you know, the sooner we get to talk about certain skulls and bones, the better. Let's go to Mr. Feel. <laughs> uh, uh, Skull and Bones launches November 8th, the day before God of War. <laughs> <laughs> Very smart. A good time. Uh, they dropped a they dropped a story trailer, which God, I didn't know. In no universe did I expect that. And they dropped a gameplay overview trailer, which this game really looks like. From that gameplay trailer, to me, it looks like uh, maybe maybe they truncated a lot of things a little bit to get this out of the door. Yeah, maybe it there looked, was some mechanics that got left on the cutting room floor. It looked surprisingly similar to that thing we saw like four years ago. Yes, I do remember. I remember that going, this will be great. And then it didn't come off for four years. 
Yeah, the weird thing is they, they're like, and you can go to towns in order to do this. And then they show someone walking in a town, and I'm like, I'm getting Anthem vibes. I'm starting to freak out and stressing me out. <laughs> Something about the way he's walking, the yeah, way the camera angle I, looks just makes me uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> I'm really assuming that this is just going to launch unforgivably broken. I wonder if or we'll be have, guaranteed to love no it content. at GameStop. Do you think GameStop will guarantee that we love Skull and Bone? They probably will. <laughs> Sounds like a Friday. They probably shouldn't, but that sounds like a Friday stream. It does, doesn't <laughs> it? It will be, it, it'll be really funny if they show that. And guaranteed to love it. And God of War is there, but Skull and Bones mysteriously not. Weird. Hmm. Yeah, being the day before God of War sucks. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. That's terrible. Why, why man? Why? I have no idea. They, maybe, maybe they did it deliberately so, so the blow up when it doesn't work is smaller. Man, because I feel like I feel like every one of Ubisoft's like perpetually online bullshit games has had some hideous launch problem. Like I remember people having to queue for an NPC back in the Division One. Yes, yes, you made a yeah. virtual line, and then and then uh, let's not even talk about Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which uh, is a game <laughs> that I think had somewhere in the vicinity of thirty-five frames of input lag. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it felt yeah. like I was I was in a vat of butter. I can't believe it. It's real. Yeah, I know. This actually coming out and looking like a game that they can release it all yeah. is impressive. It's going to be great. Yeah. You're going to be piloting your boat, and then you're going to turn it, and you're going to go in a cave, and then in that cave, you're going to be in Dragon Age 4. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be just like Anthem. Mm -hmm. um, do we have any news how Beyond Good and Evil 2 showed up in some, like, the fiscal thing? The fiscal where they're no. like they're like, yeah, we're still funding development of that. That is active development. And I was like, what? 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 Excuse me? Like, come on, even I gave up, and I'm the nice guy. Skull and Bones is $70, I will, I will by the way. I will actually be stunned if that game, if Beyond Good and Evil 2 ships. Because that was yeah. the only time I can ever think of in my life when I, when I you know, I turned on the, the giant bomb. We talk about E3 every night after the stuff. Mm -hmm. and like the, the McElroys and a bunch of people there and they were all like yeah this seems like it's not, not real and never coming out and game journalists never never say that yeah <laughs> yeah, they never do that no yeah that game um, every time they've ever talked about that game or shown it off it has been just dissonant enough from all the other parts where you go you sure this is a a game that you're working on it's a next gen then next the, gen next gen game <sighs> thank you then the guy left then he yeah. uh then somebody reported like yeah it's on the verge of cancellation yeah so like who knows I, I, skull and bones will be like a good dry run like we need to see if is it broken does it just have no content is <laughs> it like what is what is the monkey's paw here because there's one somewhere yeah, I wanted to I wanted to ask because just so we can refer to it when it's out. Mm -hmm. Dan, what do you think the Metacritic for Skull and Bones will end up being? 74. Uh all right. Bob. Uh, I'm gonna give it say it's gonna be a straight 70. Alright, feel. 
I'm gonna go 60. I feel I feel like this is just gonna come out. It's gonna be really, really, really great. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's gonna I think it'll get reception roughly similar to Breakpoint, which got had a really rough reception. I think its Metacritic is under 60. I think it's like uh, 54 or something. Uh, I'm, look I'm I, looking now. Uh the worst one is PC 58. I think this will get a buff from people liking the pirate aesthetic. Yeah, absolutely. And True, people have been but, saying. But, re but reviewers, but reviewers, reviewers might beat on it because they can directly compare it to Sea of Thieves, which seems to be much more of a video game. Uh. Eh. <laughs> you can name your ship now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Sea of Thieves is as much a video game as a random VR chat realm is. And look, game devs, look at Sid Meier's Pirates. Just make that. Just make that again. You I'm need sorry. to. You need to have. You need to have the being able to go romance the governor's daughter. You need to have like <laughs> the really flamboyant sword fighting. You need. You need all that. You need it. It is really weird because it's just like last time we saw. It showed no like actual combat while boarding, and I always thought that was one of the more fun parts of Black Flag of actually going on the other ship and fighting, whereas this seems like it's. Very much a watch this cut scene. That's boarding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What if it doesn't have the, any, any of that at all? What if it's like all just like a cutscene? You dealt enough damage. Now move into like the, the zone of boarding. Yeah. That's, that's, that's kind of how it looks. Yeah, that's what it looks like. I would really like Skull and Bones to have more deep mechanics than the Kingdom Hearts Pirates level. It would be cool. <laughs> like. At least it looks like, like there's, there's a lot bar. of customization to your ship weapons, yeah. so maybe maybe we'll get it from okay. that. That that's that's good. Let's see. What's next? I can just go through my news. Go ahead. Uh, painting and stocking season two is real. It's happening. It's That's been funny. 12 okay. years. Funny as shit. 12 years. Yeah, it's, it's part of that thing where they broke the, the evil core that was Gynax. Yes. It's part yeah, of they yes, broke the, like the, the, the 13 the, the, vessels of Gynax. So maybe we can get cool stuff now. I'm really excited for cool things. It, it's weird that it, I didn't see them announce. Uh, God, am I she? Is that his name? The, the director yeah, of it. I think so, yeah. Am I she? I don't think that they actually said he was going to direct it. I, but of course, it's a super early on announcement. Uh, yeah, I guess they, yeah, they, they yeah, have projects like no on deck at the moment. Right, they're currently got to get Cyberpunk out in September, and then who knows what else. Yeah, and I'm sure they're working on something for Visions too. Yeah, yeah this this feels like they kind of just like they signed the deal, and they're like, we're gonna make a GIF, and we're gonna put it at Anime Expo because that's apparently all they showed was just them flipping off the camera and saying we're making another season. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was a little bit more involved in that, but not much. Yeah, mm. I, I guess this is where I have to say I never liked Penny and Stocking when I first came out. Every time I tried to go back and watch it, that starts with that first episode that's all about poop jokes constantly. <laughs> so it's hard to get past that. But I will endeavor to try uh -huh. again. Yes. Now that this is coming. It's going to open I... with poop jokes again. Yeah, yeah. Almost certainly. I'll probably skip episode one from my rewatch. Re <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
you'll you'll text feel hey is there poop in this first episode i was i was kind of like i watched the first series and i was like yeah this first episode's poop jokes but the second seems all right which means it's split even and that's not enough motivation to keep going and that's why i put I it down to I, I really like panty is talking but i definitely remember it being like a split of like episodes i thought were a 10 and episodes i thought were a six yeah, yeah. there's a lot in that that was like your one joke is it's got a cute CR style, but they have sex. <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> but then every episode does end with a real model of a monster they've made. They blow up with fireworks. Yeah. And that's always fun. Yeah. No, that show was at times hilarious. Yes. But then there were poop jokes. So once again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, haven't, uh, I haven't seen this series. I will now that they're doing a second season so I can see what it'll do to my brain, which mm. can only be bad things. So, uh, the Dio Field Chronicle, that RTS JRPG thing that looks kind of bad from, the yeah. fir- from what we've seen of it, uh, launches September 22nd, a week before Valky- Valkyrie Elysium. Hmm. All right. Just ship it out, I guess. <laughs> Just push it out the door. Sure. I, push, I it out, push it out the door. Got, gotta get it out. Gotta get all this shit out. Aren't they doing like a... Th- there's a there are the, where's this tactics ogre thing that's going to eviscerate this out of existence being no, uh, like where's, where's that going to be it's stealth until after this comes out probably <laughs> or launch it, it, it the same day to it, stab it yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> fucking, this is square or, okay yeah, yeah. or they, there will be a real or there will be a real state of play or a real nintendo direct and they'll shadow drop it and be like it's here now go there you go it's a remaster and we're like wait this is the ps5 back compat oh square disappeared <laughs> shit <laughs> but no uh, that's so, that's a real thing uh sucker punch put out a incredibly infuriating microsoft s <laughs> press release mm-hmm. uh which saying uh we're not making infamous or sly and nobody is making those games at this moment which i'm now i'm now starting to think that there is some moronic dipshit somewhere in the gaming industry who was consulting at these companies and being like, you need to tell people things. You need to make them resentful of what you are making for no gain whatsoever to yourself. Here's what I think, okay? This press release was Sucker Punch basically going, get mad, get so mad it makes you mad. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, Because they know they're not working on it and they want everyone else to let Sony know they would like someone to be working on it. That's my take, though. I hope that's right. I hope... And yeah, I, it, if it even gets through fucking Jim Ryan's AT field, because he seems completely unreceptive <laughs> at any, any, kind of, any kind of public pressure whatsoever. He seems to just be like one of the worst executives in video game history. Oh, man. I want to see something pierce that man's AT field so hard. Just lock him in a room with David Jaffe's live show. <laughs> <laughs> I had a stroke, oh, Jaffe, in the I last week. Give. Jaffe in the last week was just like, "Who's this new director on God of War? Should he be trust? We're going to talk to someone on staff." And then you watch it, and he's like, "Yeah, I worked for him too. He was a combat designer and lead artist." And I'm like, "Why did you have that weird tone in your thumbnail? <laughs> You've literally worked with this person, and you're acting like a weird internet stranger." Yeah, yeah, that yes. director's been there forever. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I think it would be really good to lock Jim Ryan in a room with David Jaffe. I think that I might turn out the best content on the internet. That would be fantastic. 
You'd be like, wow, Jim, you look great in real life. Not like when I puppet you with the MS Paint images <laughs> to make you say words on my live streams. And if you think I made that up, you are sorely no. mistaken. I, 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 knew I knew this had to be real because that's too specific and dumb. It's, it's fucking weird. So, yeah, of course, I couldn't make that up. Who is that Sony executive right before Jim Ryan? Sean Layden? Yeah, Sean Layden. Yeah. It's hilarious to see him and Jaffe just talk on Twitter like they're friends. Yeah. And then that's the relationship he has with Jim Ryan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't I don't talk to Jim. I don't talk to Jim. Jim's a cu I don't talk to Jim. And you're like, what was that third one? <laughs> yeah. Mm. I don't know. But yeah, lock him in the room. Yeah. Uh let's move on to Blizzard news. Uh oh. So Blizzard, not being a company that can be handed a W and not turn it into two L's. Uh, <laughs> Split. So they've announced some stuff about Wrath of the Lich King Classic, which is coming soon. You know, mm -hmm. the uh, the classic version of the, the, most pro the most popular and well-regarded era of World of Warcraft. Mm -hmm. uh, it seems like they might have listened to insane people too much. Insane people being the hardcore <sighs> players that are still playing World of Warcraft. Oh, damn it. Because uh, first they said we're not because uh, because in World of Warcraft, there was a thing. Uh, they added a thing eventually called a quest tracker, which mm -hmm. is like to do this quest, you go to this area of the zone and you, you looked at your map and it would have like a radius and a number. Uh, that wasn't in the game at launch. You just had to fucking wander until you found whatever enemy you were supposed to be killing or the NPC you were looking for. God, I remember that. What a nightmare. Uh, at first they said Wrath of the Lich King Classic wouldn't have the quest tracker. Uh, I believe it was introduced during Wrath Classic. I mean, Wrath of the Lich King. Later on, though. But they backpedaled and said, no, it's going to be there. And they've, I think they're, I think they said we're not going to have Dungeon Matcher. We're going to have like the weird version where you have to like put up a request on a board. Because mm. uh, they re they're really interested in like uh, the community of the server, even though that can't exist now because we have social media and discord. Mm -hmm. So it's just it's just like guys. All just. All your other classic shit was like, okay, we have all the QOLs, Q quality of life stuff from near the end of the expansion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's just like, guys, come on. You're, you're just fucking it up for some reason. Stop it. Be no. normal. I talked to the spider kings. <laughs> you know, the ones with the brain spiders. <laughs> they told me we were messing I'll, things up. I'll also do like every every expansion classic up to legion because i didn't get to play legion at launch and then you ruined the game th th then you fucked up the game so bad that it, it makes me disgusted to even think they, they, they like i've said before they basically deleted the game like they did that thing where they completely changed how you progress through it and you can no longer like go through each expansion and see what happens in order and experience like the, the advancement of the content they're like no that's too hard we have to we have to now enable you to do only do one at most. Which uh sucks. 
uh, more ba- more bad news or ambivalent news, as, as uh-huh. I would put it. Uh, the GTA trilogy remake performed bad, so Rockstar yeah. Rockstar has apparently shelved uh, Red Dead Redemption and GTA 4 remasters so they can focus on GTA 6. And oh that God. says to me, that says to me, those would have been just as bad. Like they weren't yeah. interested in in doing good ones. Yeah, so might as well just don't do it at all, I guess. Focus Here's the on thing. GTA 6. Here's the problem, though. If that's the case, then why would their core development effort that would be making the next GTA be involved with those at all? Right. That would have been a free project outsourced entirely. So to me, I get the idea that they did this outsourced terrible GTA thing. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, we're we're going to have our main team sort of work on the next thing and then Oh, that was going terribly. Never mind. Okay, well, oh, all you come over. Well, here. well, well, Dan, it, it mm-hmm. could be that thing that bad executives do, where they go, uh, "We're simplifying. We're going back to our core business." So they, it, it could just be that executive sense of like, "We're focusing on it by canceling all projects that aren't that, even if they're outsourced." Yeah, yeah, it's it's really truly absurd. Uh, just because like Red Dead One and GTA Four, especially GTA Four, really don't need that much of an update, and it probably would have done yeah, really well. Yeah, they I just need ports. Ima- yeah, <laughs> like I- I'm always hesitant because Rockstar is not a Japanese company. Mm-hmm. Like they don't have the language barrier protecting them from public response. Yeah. They saw everybody saying variants of "you dumb assholes." This would have been an easy ten. <laughs> and you did uh-huh. this so i can't so there's no way it's like well they they wouldn't pay for shit obviously they don't want anything good either yeah it has it has to just be we don't want to spend the time and resources to get those done at like a, at, at a decent level mm. yeah this uh this is one of the few times where it's like this game that's a remaster bombed and the world was kind of a better place <laughs> Usually it's like, oh, this remaster bombed and um, uh, they didn't they didn't make yet another collection or uh, they didn't get to make, uh, say, Mega Man X9. In fact, this is said hastened the re- release of the next game instead of right. canceling that, <laughs> which is completely bizarre. Yeah, because I, I, I looked it up when when this article came out. It's been like, what, nine years or something since GTA 5 came out? Yeah, 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't we don't need remakes of the other two right now. You can still you can play yeah, some you of can them do back that down the road on Xbox. I, I I mean yes, that's I, true. I do wonder, like, does Rockstar think that like they're going to get the explosion of GTA Online again with six? I don't I, know. I feel like that's not going to happen, especially because they've separated them now. So I don't know. I feel like if they're expecting GTA 6 to be the infinite money printing machine GTA 5 was, it probably won't be because nothing can be. Yeah, if that if that if that money printing machine just stays operating, though, I guess it doesn't have to be. Yeah, um, yeah. Or if it's like it, a smaller it'd, it'd machine f- instead of the non-existent money machine that uh, Red Dead Online ended up being. It'd be yeah. funny if they just if they just cheat again and are like, you you can get forty dollars of of gta bucks for the 20 dollar version of gta 6 we want to we want to sell 70 million copies and have people get tricked into thinking that's legitimate again <laughs> god that's so insane <laughs> when is when is uh disney gonna figure that out that model out for their movies buy captain america again <laughs> okay. 10 I, marvel I bucks like, i do like tommy it, lee it, jones it, it would have to be something like buy this $10 movie and get 
three months of Disney Plus and right. stacks forever. That's all I could think of. Just like if you empty every retailer of all of our inventory, <laughs> we win. Interesting. Uh, they announced a new RoboCop game. It's called RoboCop Rogue City. It launches next year. It looks like it's going to be a Eurojank game. Peter Weller is in it, so it'll probably be pretty cool. <laughs> that alone will uh, make it worse by. <laughs> honestly, because I, I've heard I've heard heard decent things about the Terminator th game these devs made, mm, or it's yeah. like no, that was surprisingly solid. And I'm like, well, it'll pro I'll probably be able to shoot someone's dick off, so it's at sitting at least seven. <laughs> yeah, I was sitting there, and I was like, this this looks fascinating. This looks like something I'm interested in, like just to know what's in this game. Mm -hmm. And then they had Peter Weller at the end doing the RoboCop, and I was just like, oh my god, they didn't get an impersonator. This has so much more cred <laughs> because it drives yeah, me insane every time. It's like play the Creed VR game. We have this bad fucking Stallone impersonator, and I'm like. Look, if me making jokes about the weird overtones in Rocky 1 sounds better than your Rocky Balboa, <laughs> that's a problem. <laughs> was was Stallone in Mortal Kombat? I can't remember. Mm. I believe Stallone is playing Rambo in that, but Schwarzenegger yeah. is not playing yeah, the I Terminator. Know, I know Schwarzenegger yeah. is not. He's, he's yeah. too busy. And that's yeah, what he, that's what sold it for me because, you know, they so, get the, of him shooting the guns in slow-mo yeah. at the end of the round, and I'm like... Yeah. Schwarzenegger put out a statement that's like, yeah, I didn't do it because it's too violent. Yeah, that's stupid. Oh, oh come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I know. He's, 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 he's like squeakly, squeaky clean politician guy now, so I guess that makes sense. <laughs> Although, didn't he do one of those in, uh, Expendables movies? He did. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, like, like if Mortal Kombat got them, you can't, you have no excuse not to get them, especially Peter Weller. What the hell does he have going on? <laughs> <laughs> con appearances yeah I have no idea I'm trying to think like have I ever seen him in anything else I don't think so no yeah so apparently he was Batman in one of those in one of those direct video things like an That's animated cool. one or he voiced yes an Batman the Dark Knight Returns I need oh, to see oh it's the adaptation of the comic yeah I need to see. He's an old man, Bruce Wayne. He was in a Call of Duty. <sighs> Infinite yeah. Warfare. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Very exciting. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Yuji Naka's insane now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. He's just totally crazy. He uh, posted yeah. a picture. Uh, he posted a picture of the Knights. Uh, of like the Knights development photo, like the the team, and he had uh, Naoto Oshima blocked out like blacked out like you took a sharpie and i think it was a picture of like a, a, a like a phone picture of a photo an actual photo so he would have had to do that to the photo yes that's what people are saying and yeah. and, and, and at first people were trying to give him rope inexplicably as always <laughs> yeah as they always. were trying to give him rope like Decades like maybe oshima this. doesn't oshima doesn't want his picture online i'm like one he appeared in that bland shit for the entire internet so that's crazy yep. Two, he's blocking and hiding every single reply that asks him why he did that. Yes. Of course. Yeah. And then he made his tweet chain explaining why he did that. that Which I, 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 I don't know if you caught that. I did not How, see that. Oh, let me read. I'll just read it. How would you feel if you were suddenly removed from a game that you had worked hard on for over two years? And when you went to court, 
he found out they had been talking about me behind my back in court documents, and that was why I was removed from the game. Uh, game creators create games with care for the people who play them. Don't you think the people and companies that cannot take care of games are no good? Instead of talking behind my back, don't you think you should tell them directly before removing them? What would you do if you were to be ill for a long time and unable to do anything because of it? And how would you feel if you were the director of an unfinished game and it was heavily criticized? He just wrote that shit like hours after the photo. So he had a breakdown and people triangulated and went, it's 4 a.m. in Japan right now. He's pissed. And probably drunk. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if one of my closest colleagues that I had collaborated on with constantly for 20 years did that, I'd probably have at least a moment of self-reflection. Right? You 20 think. fucking years. Like, Jesus, I haven't, even, I haven't even been working with Bob and Agro for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're trying your best. He um uh, he also had a he, he also had a moment today too, right, Phil? Yeah, I like think he, he like tried to post about cause because there was that whole thing where he's like he he refused to let the Sonic Extreme team use uh use the engine and he was like, No, no, there was never a in usable engine for that. Uh that this is all lies. To which like I can't say that not true. It would be yeah, a really he, bizarre thing there. to make up. I don't know why Sega of America would ever make that up. That makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, there's al there's also the Sega of America versus Sega of Japan thing where they've always been crazy in that regard. Where mm -hmm. legitimately, like multiple times in Sega Sega's history, it seemed like uh, American side of the company, your strategies have made us too successful. We're now insecure and have to drive this, the, the car off a cliff. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it just <sighs> just seeing him quote someone who was posting about that. And just saying, I hate all these people who tell lies. I'm like, come on. All right. Just every tweet is just him lashing out and, and desperately trying to get people on his side. And it's not working. Yeah. Like, uh, like it, it, there, there might have been something within the past that released in the past couple weeks that has the uh, Japanese side of the company is insecure and must ruin thing. Yeah, maybe maybe Yuji Naka shouldn't be allowed to have a Twitter account. <laughs> maybe that's not yeah, safe it, for him. No, he should. He should, because I feel great after two fucking decades <laughs> of knowing exactly who that man is, that everyone goes, look at this guy, he's insane, and I go, no! <laughs> Yuji <laughs> fucking Naka, who could have told? So, Where's in you know. uh, Twitter account? <laughs> I, I guess there wouldn't be a meltdown on this I'm, level, though. You're right. I'm like, I'm like, you that, take away his Twitter account, he won't be able to just spill this bucket on the fucking world stage. Yes. I can't think of a single moment this good from from some hack developer that's like, I'm just gonna mark out someone on a photo. I'm so mad. Yeah, like, I'm I in mean, eighth grade. Like, what's the next step? He does that House of Cards main actor dude thing where he just records a video of him being in character as oh. the father of Sonic the Hedgehog, being like, you need me running Sonic. You can't love it without me. And it's just like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I'm scared. <sighs> But yeah, yeah, no, this has been great. I've been, I've been emotionally just Joker dancing on stairs ever <laughs> since the Balan ride finished. You know, I, I, 
I hate that the chat was able to come up with the one other instance of someone in the public being insane after they got out of for some stupid, and it's Kevin Spacey making vague YouTube video threats. I mean, that's literally what I just brought up. Yeah. 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 I, I cannot believe that shit. Uh, yeah. So, so that was delightful. <laughs> And uh, finally, uh, GameStop is massively downsizing. Some reports that they laid off 20% of the company. I missed this news. Um, apparently, the NFT team was not touched at all. They're insane. Uh, the CFO is out, and apparently some other executives left. Uh, CEO Matt Furlong explained the changes in a memo to the employees and said the company has to make bold steps as it invests in the digital future. You're a retail store. Uh this means eliminating excess costs and operating with an intense owner's mentality, he said. Everyone in the organization must become even more hands-on and embrace a heightened level of accountability for results. I'm going to I will never go into a GameStop again unless there is a major like shakeup at that company because they don't put their games out anymore. I can't see what they have. And 70% of the stores are now fucking Funko Pops and Think Geek shit. What? Really? Why I should I go in there? <laughs> Why I, should I, I ever go in there? They, I, 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 I want you to put this quote in because it drives me insane as a man who worked there. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what this verbiage means. This means we will threaten to fire you and tell you you're a piece of trash if you don't hit 20% on every metric every yeah. week, yeah. every day. All if forever. you aren't. All, oh my God. Uh, that game needs that company needs to unionize more than maybe any other i can think of at the moment <laughs> you guys man it's fucked it's up disgusting. over there disgusting yeah every time they're like oh yeah you need to have an owner's mentality that just means they're about to say the most vile oh. thing you can think of i i always forgot that you were like one of their like slaves for for so long so you like know oh yeah the evil the evil verbiage yeah that's the exact yeah. conversation you have when you go up to like management positions uh. Like this is oh. just this is just they're 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 doomed. Like yeah. unless unless somebody is can get a hold of the wheel and be like, get rid of this Funko Pop shit, put our games out. Maybe maybe try to go into the retro market a little bit because that's real popular right now. Yeah, it's so weird. They dipped their You're toes doomed. in, and, yeah, they tried. and then they just then they stopped. And it's like you were uh -huh. making money with that. What are you doing? They actually got angry at various stores around where i worked where they just put the games out and started selling them because they sold well and then yeah. instead of doing that they're supposed to ship them off to the warehouse where they sit there and people can order from online it's like yeah why? i was so confused by that <laughs> like yeah. i would love a normal store where it has new games and old games no yeah no it's oh, too much okay. yeah that, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Ha have 800 it's infinitely more likely like are there people who go like funko pop hunting physically that's what the internet is for there are at least there were when i was working like that was a decent amount of the space of yeah no they'll be there on that funko pop day where there's three different funkos and they will buy all of them and there'll be like five different people that are in that it's like nobody can go into your store and browse ever again because you don't put out your games yeah you hide them insane it's like if i go into a gamestop first first of all I'm, I'm sorry gamestop i'm never going into you to buy a retail game ever <laughs> like i'm like like a new release no i'm sorry yeah yeah not Th that isn't what you're for anymore 
I'm going because I passed by it and I maybe there's a used game that looks neat or a game I missed that looks neat. But now you don't put those out. Mm-hmm. So so now there's nothing here for me, especially the one he- here where it's like 25 percent is of the shelf space is games and the rest is Funko Pop and your bad Dragon Ball Z figures that are like knockoffs of the nicer Japanese ones and like a stuffed fucking plushie of Deku from My Hero Academia. Hey, if you roll a 20, sometimes they have a tails hat. (laughs) Hey! (laughs) Yeah, it's insane that they now, the organization's so bad that the new releases and the pre-owned games are just kind of stuck together. Mm. You have to yeah, dig through the that pre- was insane. The, yeah, I was like, D- D- this doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. So frustrating. Yeah. Let's move on. Uh, That's Bob. all my news. Yeah. Let's move on to Bob news. Sure. I got some good news here. Thank God. Uh, Crystal Dynamics updated their social media sites, like their Twitter account and stuff, with a 30th anniversary logo. Hooray. This logo includes. Laura Croft, yay! Raziel, yay! And Gex. Oh no! What? What? I I would, I would be willing to bet money that there is a legacy of Kane and Gex project in development already. Absolutely. Even if it's just just collections, they. It's like the Embracer showed up and understood what this company owned. (laughs) Mm. God, God, I need. I want. I want to play Gex three on modern platforms. (laughs) I would love like a battle of bikini for bikini bottom tier remake of Gex 3. I would say it deserves it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like it'd be way cooler to see them just go straight into a new Gex that's trying to make fun of modern yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's yeah. probably asking too much, but I feel like that if you bring back Gex, you need to do that because the whole idea is that the jokes and the references need to be cutting yes. edge. Or uh, at least pretend somebody- to be cutting edge. <laughs> I just get somebody oh, need oh, a voice it's text. tail time. Uh, it's tail time. Oh God, it's tail time. Clock set. Oh Jesus. There you go. Get Rick and Morty oh, guy. God. <laughs> see, uh, see, I was gonna say, uh, just get Rob Robin Atkin Downs to be Gex. <laughs> God. I think uh, that would be really good. Yeah, you're right. That's why I'm going God. <laughs> that that logo is so funny. I did not look at Bob's news, so I was not ready for Gex. Are three legends. Yes. I, <laughs> I love seeing people retweet this like, this is the first time someone's been paid to make official Gex art in 20 years. <laughs> it fucking rules. It's clearly Gex 3. He's got his tuxedo on. Yeah. He's in his secret agent mode. Yep. Also, that's a more classic look to Laura Croft as well. That is true. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. Bet Hopefully I bet she gets they to grow also up. have something. I bet they also have something in development like related to the, the old all those old games mm-hmm. yeah it would be really cool if you know they put out some back compat stuff as they roll into we're rebooting it again yeah yeah because in this reboot she starts as the tomb raider that'd be neat that would be a nice change of pace i wish that yeah. the, the other one were so tainted they'll yeah. definitely have to do something else because god knows embracer isn't going to be spending a hundred million dollars on a <sighs> tomb raider yeah. All three were over a hundred million dollars. <laughs> That's insane. That only that didn't even make sense the first time. How'd they do it two more times? <laughs> I, I don't know. They were they were convinced that if they pumped Sony money in, they would get Sony sales. And it's really weird because not to be mean, because you really can't be mean about this. You can't 
you shouldn't. You shouldn't be mean about this. Mm -hmm. They clearly put what seems to be more money than Sony did into Uncharted games, but it just looks worse. Yeah, it looks worse, and they didn't get writers that were good. Right. No. Like that's yeah. like if you're going I mean, to, if you're gonna put that much money in, you need a good writer or at least someone who's like something snappy like Uncharted. I mean, a lot of the strength of Naughty Dog is how they were able to interweave the storytelling and what the gameplay segments were. Uh huh. Uh, uh, properly, you know, outside of Uncharted Three, where they yes. didn't even weave at all. It's just like uh, the DM starts narrating. He goes, "You wake up on a boat." <laughs> Nathan Drake goes, oh. is there. <laughs> he used Dan, his spell Dan, to transport you. <laughs> I have not played Uncharted 3. How yeah. many times in that game does Drake pass out or get knocked out and wake up somewhere else? A lot, but <laughs> a but. Sometimes in an Uncharted, you could finally, you could deal with that, right? You could be like, okay, sure. But like, it, 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 it <laughs> In three, it's so jarring that it's like, and now we're at the E3 segment. This didn't segue at all. <laughs> it's like, man, it sure was too much work put into this to throw away. And I'm like, that's that's a real shame. Something like I feel like in a lot of the other games, it works out somewhat, but that felt like almost the siphon filter tier of. Was this a different <laughs> thing at one point? But uh, yeah, yeah, it's a little, it's a little. No. Um, we also got a new trailer for Val Valkyrie Elysium. Uh, nice. Uh, they put a release date on it. The game looks way better now. It does not look insultingly bad like that first trailer. Honestly, why does Square Why does Square Enix keep doing this? I don't know why they keep showing these things when they're insanely rough. Just yeah. wait a couple months. Right, and it seems like they're actually making progress with this, making it look acceptable. Uh, we also yeah, found out. Oh, what yeah, this, looks surprisingly, this looks surprisingly acceptable for like the budget I assume it has. Right? Yeah, even I, somebody who's like one of the most pissed about the last trailer and how uh -huh. bad it looks, and I'm like, this is Valkyrie profile. You're supposed to look fucking immaculate. That's your job. Right. Um, this one actually looks a lot better. I was surprised. I'm like, hey, that looks like something you should show at all. <laughs> right? The last one really shouldn't have been shown. Yeah. yeah some, some of these faces don't even make me upset. Yeah, yeah, a lot the, of the faces look better than the Star Ocean Six faces. <laughs> the last one really looked like, uh, 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 like this will be out in eighteen months. Like it's so far out, and then this looks yeah. like, oh no, this looks like it's almost done. Why did you show me that first one? It must have been such an old build. Yeah, it. Yeah, it unless they're like making progress insanely fast over there because they are using Unreal. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah I have no idea. Um, yeah. We also found out from this that they're doing a deluxe edition that will come with the PSP port of Valkyrie Profile original called Lenith. Cool. Mm -hmm. um, and that looks like it'll be also sold separately because there's a separate store page and everything for it. It, it better they, be. And, and they, <sighs> they said it would have additional things in it, like they were adding quality of life features. And people say that this is not as good as the PlayStation 1 version because the English version of that added, added quality of life things. But yeah. I have never been able to find a list of what they added. Oh, I've yeah. seen the list. Like, it, it, it is it is like legitimate stuff. Like, oh, you can't reorganize your inventory in the original release, that, and you, you can no longer do that in this. That was the one I saw. 
Um, May- there was... And maybe they'll put maybe they'll put that back in since they said they're already chopping it up a little bit. The so quality of life stuff. features that they've said are only the ones that are in the PSP emulator because it sounds like this okay. is just a PSP emulator thing. Yeah, oh. that would make sense given. Yeah, so they it, it said it'll have save states and it'll have a rewind, and those are the two things in that. Okay, yeah, so it's probably it is likely to be that. Yeah, it's almost certainly just that. I wouldn't expect anything more. They better I, sell yeah. it separately. That's all I fucking care about. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to... If this game ends up being bad, which I'm totally open to it not being bad, uh-huh. but if it ends up being bad, I'm going to be pissed forever about the concept of, oh, good job. A lot of people could have been introduced to Valkyrie Profile, but you've attached it to hey. the $60 game. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> hey, hey, Square Enix. Hey, Square oh. Enix, you motherfuckers. Oh. You, fu- you fucking cocksuckers. Oh. <laughs> Listen here, Star- motherfuckers. <laughs> Star Ocean comes out one month after this. Where the fuck is Star Ocean 2? <laughs> Dude, yeah, I don't know. I know! They, oh, they I need... completely forgot shit. But yeah, if I didn't mention it, this is September 29th. I wish that, that they would just release Valkyrie Profile early. Like, if they have to, they yeah. could still do the thing of getting free with Deluxe Edition, just pre-order Deluxe Edition and get it early. Yeah. they I, People have done that before. Yeah, that's happened before, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you don't. You don't have to sync up both because, like, people aren't gonna play the old one first. Yeah, no, it's a gigantic JRPG. Yeah, even if you it, did play the old one first, good luck. It's like forty to sixty hours. Oh yeah, it, one it, other it, thing that changed for the Lennis version, uh, they switched from anime cutscenes to CG cutscenes. I yes. think that's that's like, a downgrade, probably. And, and especially like we don't know if they're gonna supplant back in higher quality renders. For the CG, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they also did that P- that iPhone port. That's true. They have they, they would have to have had the higher quality stuff for that, yeah. but who knows if they're going to port it back into this. It sounds like this is a PSP emulation job, not... Yeah, but you can inject assets using that emulator. Okay. Sony's patents show that, Okay, at least. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, I, I, I won't understand that we're offering a classic thing and they both launch at the same time because they did that with Doom Eternal in 64. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm like, no one on Earth is going to be like, I, I played need it my after. Yeah, but no yeah. one on Earth is going first. Yeah. 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 Um, we also found out about Bright Memory Infinite this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming out july 21st uh for let me see here uh ps5 switch and wait. series x what do you mean wait, switch, I thought, I thought switch is awesome ex- this is not an, this is not even an exclusive or launch exclusive or anything it's so just the on- demo was exclusive <laughs> and that's it that's it. that's that is the most pitiful exclusive yet that looks Come worse on. than the medium yes. at least the medium's a game it's a bad game but it's a yeah. whole ass game for six months um all right other uh, things i hear we also got just today a date for signalis mm-hmm. that's that thing i played that's uh for that demo roundup a few weeks ago uh-huh it's a ps1 inspired horror game uh where you oh, play as like one. an android in space and oh, yeah, he's crashed cool. on his planet it looked yeah, really that neat seemed like one of the cooler ones that you ended up playing like i saw some footage again of it recently and went oh yeah looks it looks neat. It looks really nice. It's it October does. 27th. Uh, it's going to be on Switch, PS4, Xbox, and PC. Cool. And that's it for my news. Okay, we now go to KZ Excellent. All right, I'm going to get rid of my downer one at the start. Uh, Kazuki Takahashi, creator of the entire Yu-Gi-Oh! series, uh, unfortunately passed away. He, this um, is so fucked up. 
he he seemingly was on vacation and they found him floating uh with snorkeling gear so it seems yeah. like just yeah it some, seems, something seems like some he accident. was snorkeling and he and he got swept out or something yeah, yeah. which really unfortunate uh it, it had me realize i've been I've, I've loved this series he has made since it started airing on tv in like 2001 it's been with me for most of my life uh he's done a lot of really good good work with it and uh yeah just felt like at least bringing it up because this one hit pretty hard for me mm. yeah it's it's <sighs> like jesus um moving on from that uh, i'm gonna mm. use my halo bullet um okay i didn't i didn't include this in news i think it was like a week and a half ago but then yeah. when i digged in more it just pissed me off so i just felt like talking about a little bit here Number okay. one, in Halo Infinite, when it launched, all the cosmetics cost an exorbitant amount of money. And mm -hmm. people were like, this is fucked up. So what they said is, we hear you. We're going to adjust these prices. And they lowered them. Two months later, we've noticed they have started raising them back up. Yeah. Like, not so, for new things being added, but the old stuff just going back yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. They're just, oh they're just they're going back to oh those, slowly trying to go back to those regular prices. And people... um people started noticing it <laughs> but it didn't make news because i i checked and i'm like it happened around this time what happened this time juneteenth so <laughs> so everyone's eyeballs went to their their other mistake they did so this didn't get as much traction and the other part of this bullet is halo infinite is doing really bad so a lot of people just flooded to the master chief collection and they said they're done working on it so they're thinking about putting microtransactions in it. Yep. That way, that way you can just you can just buy all the stuff in there, and they they do that thing of we worked really hard. We have thousands of items here, so we're thinking about giving you an option to pay us money to get them, since we aren't doing seasons anymore, where you gain season points to cash it in. And I started melting because even the Xbox content creators I follow say you you, you sold us a car with three wheels on it, <laughs> and now yeah. you're trying to you're trying to. You, like oh holy shit yeah yeah that's insane yeah like i don't want to i don't want to set xbox on fire or 343 every single second but this is really bad like there gets to be a point where i'm like come on guys you're like the you're like the flagship like studio over there <laughs> <laughs> Legend. You're, you're you're supposed to be their mario studio so i don't know how <laughs> how this keeps happening uh but i just wanted to knock that out another another bad piece of news we got some ubisoft ghoul activities starting on september 1st they're gonna delist and decommission the servers for several games mainly on pc this was also gonna make it so that single player dlcs in say assassin's creed 3 or or far cry 3 uh you can't get it you can't even download the ones you bought. They're, like, decommissioning it entirely, so certain things you own are just gone. Yeah, that, yeah. that shit sucks. It, it, and people also kind of just got really upset because um, they're, they're taking down the servers for uh, Splinter Cell Blacklist, so, and that was the last one. <laughs> we still have a new one since then. So it's like, 
God. It's just really, really important. They're like, we want to focus on our big newer titles. And I'm like, what? Yeah, like nothing. <laughs> I'm like, you're not using servers for this fucking Mario game. And, and shut up about Skull and Bones. Yeah, it was weird because one of the developers, I believe it was Anno 2077, it's like, hey guys, we may be able to not fall victim to this thing that Ubisoft is doing to all of us. And I'm like, but you are Ubisoft. But <laughs> yeah. So this yeah. it is insane. This fucking delisting, it's virtually delisting. The weird yeah. thing is, did you hear about the split on how it works for DLCs for things? No. So you know when when they made the newer versions for PS4 and stuff of Far Cry things, those yeah. came with the DLCs packed into the base SKU. Yeah. So you don't need online authentication for those to work. So if yeah. you have that version of those games, you can play the DLC. If you bought it separately, it won't work. This should be illegal. It should. Yeah. Yes. Like, this is ludicrous levels of we just de destroyed the game you bought. Because at the end of the day, we all know this is because they forced some weird uh, online DRM that didn't need to be there because these consoles already have these systems in place. But they you want your data. Yes. That's it. Christ. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's it's ridiculous. Just a lot of them they have to put it's the old release. But it's it's don't you don't need to do this. I am sure you are not losing that much money. Like like <sighs> holding this holding this stuff together. No. Unless you did things incorrectly, in which case you should have not been doing that for as long as you did. Yeah, this just this this seems crazy. All right, so I, I think that I think that that's all of my horrible news. So I can okay. I can I can move on to other things. We got some uh, interviews for FF Seven stuff. Uh, I collected all the stuff that matters for the most part. First up, we have Crisis Core reunion. Uh, they confirmed it's being rebuilt using UE Four on PC. They're going to be targeting 120 FPS. Console will be 60 FPS. They didn't say a single thing about that Switch version. <laughs> Hey, well, hey, well, hey, what if, resolutions what, what, will be different. <laughs> why, why can't we have 120 FPS on PS5 and Series X? Huh? Yeah, what the oh, heck? Well, it's well, you need a you need a Ryzen Threadripper <laughs> in order to get 120 on PC. God. I mean, I'm sure that's true if you want 4K. Yeah, probably. I don't maybe, know. Yeah. Maybe they just don't want to do two modes, so they're like, this one's 4K and 60. They didn't want to do a 1440p 120. Yeah, yeah, they really yeah, should have maybe. some sort of option like that to just be like, no, un uncapped. I mean, yeah, yeah, every game should try to support that. Yeah, I but, mean, if you're already six, doing the feature set is, for the PC, come on. 60 yeah. is good enough for me. I'm, I'm not going to bust anybody's balls for not having 120 FPS. Yeah. My TV can't do it, so it has to be good enough for me. So, so, <laughs> long, as you keep, so, so long as it's locked, uh, sure. Um... <laughs> It, it better so, fucking be locked. This was a PSP game, even if they popped new models <laughs> into it. Yeah. Uh, so they, they're doing a lot of changes to the gameplay. Zach's combos will now be linkable now. Uh, before, you had limit breaks uh, as cool special attacks. They were only usable randomly due to the game slot machine, the DMW. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, it'll, it'll, it'll still do that, but now you can just do them if you want, and you have whatever the resource is. Um, uh, and they said they made a lot of improvements to the camera. They, of course, have that shortcut system, so you can easily string together combos and then use, like, a fire materia pretty easily. And they're also fully voicing the game. There are a bunch of 
scenes like you know they had in words this isn't voiced at all it's just the text thing you're gonna read they voiced all of that yeah uh, this means you can talk to the Genesis fan club and they'll be voiced. <laughs> that, that's really, that's really good. They, they confirmed really important codex entries. Like what hair product Sephiroth uses will still be in here because yes, is, that's important. Yeah. This is not going to be changing anything at all. They just wanted it. They said Zach's going to be important in, in the next uh, remake game. So they wanted this to be retained there. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's weird. Oh, sorry. I, go ahead. I, Deal. I need to point out that uh, Zach Fair's new voice actor, uh, Caleb Pierce, mm-hmm. is the live-action Timmy Turner from the newest Fairly Odd Parents thing. Oh, yep. oh. <laughs> meaning he is. Uh, let me post a picture of him. Oh, no, no. Is this guy. I hate that photo. I hate it. <laughs> this is this is your new Zach. I. That's how he sounds. It's it's rough. <laughs> these things happen okay it it, yeah they do but yeah it's weird Uh, how much work they're putting into this and also it's kind of surprising that since it is like they said that they aren't changing anything that they aren't also getting the old voice cast back i think that's strange because the new voice cast is associated with the new timeline stuff which it sounded like they wanted to keep those separate i I guess they only wanted to keep it separate for a little bit and then decided fuck it they're, they're like most people, I guess, liked it, so we'll just we'll just stick with it for consistency. Uh, but of course, in Japan, uh, Genesis is still gacked. Yeah, of course, that's important. Yeah. I did like the section where uh, they asked him, "So, so, did you work out the licensing issues?" And Nomura said, "What are you fucking talking about? We just we just didn't have time. <laughs> like, gacked was not holding back us releasing this at all." That makes sense. We just couldn't yeah. figure out how to make the digital store work we, on the PSP because we, we, yeah, we're just we gigantic morons. We just, we just <laughs> yeah, we, that... we did our own brains rot out sometimes. Sometimes, you know, you just can't do anything. I mean, Birth by Sleep never went up digitally. <laughs> I know, right? There were multiple <laughs> fucking games where... What no. is wrong with them? Yeah, on PSP, yeah. it never went up. Nope. Uh, there were multiple PSP. square... I, I don't... It, did Duo Decim go up, but the original didn't? I think so. Okay, yeah. There, oh. there were a lot of square games on the PSP yeah. that just did not go up. Also, all the, they, they, um, they couldn't figure all, out how to gouge you. <laughs> yeah, all the collections for Kingdom Hearts did not go out digitally on PS3 either or let you do an install. And once once it happens long enough, people will just make up something of like, uh, no, they just don't want to pay Utada anymore. And I'm uh, like, OK, guys, sure, man. Whatever, well, obviously, obviously, they would do everything in their power to like do this thing. That, you know, you can look at many companies aren't like Capcom never fucking released por- digital versions of uh, Powered Up or other things. God, they were so dumb. For some reason, people were really skeptical on the digital being the future thing. And it's like, yeah, both are the future. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can get oh, continuous uh... sales of things if you make it digital. Speak, speaking of the digital thing, because I didn't put this in the news, but I'll bring it up real quick. Uh, if you live in Germany or Austria, uh, you will if you and, and bought movies from Studio Canal on the PSN, you will no longer be able to access those in September. Yeah, it's very specific. <laughs> yeah, so uh, uh, like I like I said, this was eventually going to happen. I think it happened to some Apple thing already. Under some circumstances, I don't I don't know the specifics. I didn't bother looking it up, but um, 
Too many of these happen, and it's sure going to roll back that consumer confidence confidence in the digital market that they've spent a decade building. Yeah, I mean, I think we're in the sort of um, situation where if we get too many fuck-ups like this, uh, some legislation is going to dick kick some of these corporations on this stuff yes obviously out of the eu somewhere because it's not it's not coming out of the u.s i mean mean, even right to repair is coming a long way in the united states so like honestly i don't know anymore plus like there's the whole like uh there's the singular thing the biden administration's doing of (laughs) hey we figured we would dick kick a bunch of silicon valley companies and it's like oh cool you're doing a thing thanks uh what you about know, all that's, those other things? That's honestly why Activision's thing is getting any attention right. at all in the United States because they announced that initiative right before that happened. So, you know. But who knows? Yeah. Uh, we also got some interview info for FF7 Rebirth. They uh, addressed the thing that had people confused uh, when when the first one launched, which was before launching part one, they were debating whether uh, they were going to do two or three parts for this. Uh, Namor confirmed it was always going to be at most three of them. But Katase was so impressed at how fast they were making the game, they were like, what if we could do that in two? And then eventually three ended up winning out. Yeah, that seems insane because it's like, you think you're going to do everything after Midgar in one in this, game? In one game. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do some stuff after Midgar. <laughs> uh, yep. Yep. Moving on. We got uh they made the game PS5 only because of SSDs. They want to thank do you. Bigger, thank bigger, you. Bigger, more. Yeah. They want to do larger, vaster areas. And that's what uh, I need well, to hear until every yep. skeptic is like, I guess I guess I was wrong about everything and then sinks into the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. The video game equivalent of anti-vaxxers. Now. While the location of uh, while the order of locations are going to be different based on plot for uh, the remake project, uh, they said they're cutting no areas. They said every single location from the original will be in. They're not cutting anything. Cool. Which is nice. It's nice to actually get that confirmation in there. Uh, and then there was I, other stuff, but it, all the other stuff barely matters at all. I wonder if the order stuff is because they're they, like Wu Tai will no longer be optional. Like obviously your your ass is going there. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder I wonder if that's what they mean or cuz I'm trying to think like what could they I guess they could move stuff around in that weird area where you have the tiny bronco and are just wandering around looking for Sephiroth. Mhm. Yeah, but well, yeah I, don't, I don't know much I don't more know linear where, fashion, like, so. Yeah, mm. I don't know where uh, they could like what it could be swapping. I'm interested to see. Yeah. Man, yeah, they can play around with that a little bit. Um, but yeah, yeah, that wraps up the FF7 news. There wasn't much besides them saying eh, big stuff the next time they show it, of course. So, looking looking like next year. Uh, this next one, uh, this came out right after our last podcast. So Bandai Namco has uh, acquired Ilka, who who made those Gen 4 remakes and did support on various other games, uh, to form Bandai Namco Aces. Yeah. Which is um, they're 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 developing One Piece Odyssey, that that turn-based RPG, and the next Ace Combat, uh, because there are some staff crossover over at Ilka. Uh, Takuya Iwasaki over there is president, and the VP is uh, the Ace Combat brand director, uh, Kazutoki Kono. So it looks like they're at least prepping for another Ace Combat game. 
That makes sense. It's it's nice to see a devotion to continuing Ace Combat now. Where's Ridge Racer? That is a great question, yeah. Bob. <laughs> yeah, because of uh, of course Ilka did a lot of the cutscene work in Ace Combat Seven. Well, uh, and my last piece of news, uh. Type Moon's Witch on the Holy Night visual novel is getting a simultaneous worldwide launch uh, this December 8th on Switch and PS4. Um, I wasn't expecting them to ever do anything simultaneous. Uh, it, it's hard enough to get them to put anything out in the West that would be a visual novel. Yeah, I remember uh, when this first we first heard this was going to have an English, full English translation when the mm -hmm. Japanese release was going to happen. I figured yeah. it was going to be machine translated and they wouldn't yeah. bring it over. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, who knows? Maybe now it's machine translated and they bring it over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, possibly. <laughs> An opportunity for them to start porting some of their uh, stuff over there, given how massive Type Moon stuff is, would be nice. Yeah, maybe they can, I don't know, get some sort of aiding fighting game happening again. <laughs> yes. Please. <laughs> well, they're, that, they're just going to put all their characters into the new Melty Blood forever. <laughs> DNF duel featuring <laughs> saber eating tacos. <laughs> Finally, who's next? Neko Arc. <laughs> Finally, that's what everyone actually wants. How is Neko Arc not in Melty Blood yet? I don't know. What, what's wrong with them? I, I told my my Melty heads that I'm friends with. I'm like, I'm sorry. They need to add Neko Arc, and they're like, Oh, but these new characters are cool. I like Mario. I'm like, You need to understand. They're probably fine. But yeah. until Neko arcs in there, it feels like they wasted a slot. But yeah, yeah, they need to get her and everything. Yeah. That's my news. Okay, that's all the news. News yeah. has been banished. Oh. Be gone, quote from GameStop. There's a lot. It was. That was a lot of news this week, which was weird because last week was flatline i know right everybody's like no nah, we're gonna everyone, hold back a bit everyone's like we'll wait for next week everyone's gonna post something this week and then no one did yeah <laughs> yeah uh well uh yeah as i said before uh we are devoting on the death tournament begins yes tomorrow it will start on friday stream during which we'll be playing bubsy 3d and for people who don't know what the death tournament is people hit the stream goal a while ago so we are doing two theme months there will be two grand tournaments to decide what survives people get to decide we don't welcome to the 2022 gigaboots double <laughs> victor grand tournament holy shit is that zion Barzon? <laughs> yes <laughs> It is quite the showing of gaming's greatest. Oh, is that yes. Vampire Rain Man? Yes, that is oh in a demon God. pit. I feel like I've been shot. There's much danger on the right side. Ignore the so right side. <laughs> Please yeah, ignore look the right at the, side. Look at the left side and Sonic. Look at Sonic. Yeah. He's, Sonic. He's T-posing so hard right now. But yeah, we have uh, quite the offerings for both sides. Uh, people will get to vote it all the way down to a final battle between good and evil. And then, they'll, and then they'll have to do it again. And depending on what wins the first one, it gets replaced by something completely cracked out and matched to what wins the first round. <laughs> oh, it's like, fuck. okay, here's your spirit companion. <laughs> for example, 
We, what was it we were talking about? It was it, it, it's Skyrim, Skyrim month. month, which is the only the game Skyrim. <laughs> if that somehow wins, uh, gets replaced with by Dragon's Dog Month. <laughs> that is the only game we play during that night. <laughs> I, I love this key art that you have here because it has real big form signature 2005 energy. Yes, yeah. yes we're doing, it does. We're doing the Game Facts tournament, but we have to play games based on what you vote for. <laughs> <laughs> that right side is so evil. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Devil's Third Man. He's powerful. He looks like he wishes he hung out with Duke Nukem. <laughs> real bad. To, I'm trying to imagine this lineup of of characters on some like Twitter insane person's banner. I love DMC too. I'm a big this, this fan. Would, this big would, fan. This Lucia, would be a mic Lucia deserved better. <laughs> this would be like a Microsoft, the most delusional Xbox fan of all time, where it's like they're gonna bring back Duke Nukem. We're gonna get the bouncer two once they buy Square Enix. We're gonna get Devil's Fourth. <laughs> I, you know, I was gonna make the joke of this is like if Embracer Group just bought a bunch of people and made a studio banner like Microsoft does, but it's yeah. like they're already better than this, this is, track record. This is Embracer Smash Bros. <laughs> yes. yeah. Holy shit! Only black suit Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, because it's Spider-Man Three on PS3. Oh. <laughs> This is okay. delicious. Yeah, it's it's a lot. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. There are a lot of streams in those lists, so I hope people uh, come by and vote because voting will be fast. Uh, we're basically doing a different phase of voting every day, and we're announcing it via Discord, Twitter, and streams and stuff. So you got to stay in touch to stay on top of this. Yep. Uh, what's that Claire thing? Well, it's Resident Evil. The left side is Sane Months, yes. you know, like Metal Gear Solid, yeah, Ninja Gaiden, <laughs> Zelda, Sonic. As, as you, you might say that, like, like I said, there's a heroes on both sides. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, I'll agree because Zion Barsad is on the evil side. It's interesting. It's, uh, it's like the right side is dark chat and the left side is hero question mark. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Everybody's favorite heroes over here. Uh, but yeah, that's it. We're going to be busy doing that. So we'll be live a few times while polling happens. Help drive up some interest. Get people focused on that and see. Check in occasionally with how the voting's going. Because the way we set this up, we'll be able to check in on that. You know, we're going to do it the same way we did last year with the Google Forms and us be able to check in the spreadsheet live. We'll update the tournament as it goes and post it onto Twitter and stuff to let people know. Uh, day one's just going to be all the left side votes. So all <laughs> eight decisions you have to make for the 16 contenders <laughs> this Friday. And then the evil, which they're both evil, right side <laughs> will be the next day of voting. So we didn't want to throw all of it at you at once. 16 decisions, you would get decision fatigue. So I'm excited as hell. I'm very excited for, to see how this turns out. Very powerful. Uh, but that's what we're up to in the next week. Really, it's going to take longer than that to do all the polling. But Yeah. Uh, KZ, what are you up to? Uh, my Friday stream for this week is going to be Cuphead. I'm going to be co-oping it with my friend Carl. Uh, if we hit that robot guy, the Dr. Wily dude who does the bullet hell, and he, I, he's alive and I'm not, we're doomed. <laughs> wow, uh, Cuphead we're do is a really... 
Cuphead's a really great game and not that difficult to us because it's so responsive. I certainly hope you aren't playing in some weird nightmare mode where you have a bunch of latency added by an online feature. Don't worry. <laughs> Only one of us is going to be experiencing that, but that may be very important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. M maybe if they made actual servers uh, and, and online co-op for uh, this 2022 video game now, that would make this a little bit better. Yeah, that's interesting that it still doesn't have like a netplay version. Yeah, I guess they realized they just couldn't hit a standard yeah. that they would like. Yeah, something like know. that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's too. Maybe bad. they'll but do I'll it be... eventually. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go through with a friend all the same. And uh, aside from that, I finished AI too, so I'm just gonna figure out some other, some other stuff to play, chipping away at Monster Hunter and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, I think that's I think that's it for me. Cool. Hey, Phil, what you got going on? Uh, this weekend, I'm going to start streaming AI, the Somnium Files Nirvana initiative. Cool. I was delayed by my trip, but now I have to see the vision and uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. see what see what parts I go. No, no. <laughs> it's great that I played it because I know every single one. <laughs> see, see, see what parts where I go at and see which parts where I go. You fucking hack. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And uh, as I do that, I will probably have a stream goal up for me to play uh, World's End Club, which is the uh, 2D platformer visual novel that Uchi Koshi and Kodaka worked on together. So, the, like the the uh, it's like the Sinister Six, but there's only two of them. Yes. <laughs> and it's Zero Escape and Danganronpa. Jesus. <laughs> With art by the Pokemon artist. Yeah, the I was one always who does curious. All the modern designs. How insane that went. Yeah. So that's it. That's what you got going on? Yep. Okay, that's great. Uh this is when we say funny stuff and it goes do 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 and it plays the music. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that's what happens at this point. Is that right? That was right. Yeah, I think that's how this ends. Oh, okay. Well let, let me just uh click over here and uh do this and then do this and uh, pretend we made a funny joke because we used to be able to just bullshit until we found a funny joke and then editing we would sync this up with us going to a different screen and <laughs> <laughs> oh Bob you're so right oh Bob you're so right oh Bob you're so right thank you very much for listening to this episode of Big Think Dimension. Podcasts like this are only possible because of your support over on patreon.com slash gbpodcast where you can get all sorts of content because we make so much of it. I hear we have a Bleach show. You might be able to get that early. I hear you might also get armchair devs or gamer premonitions extras. Go check that out! <laughs>